welcome to Crit Apocalypse episode 211. That's right, we've been doing this for 46 years. Is it 211? 211. And welcome. Uh, this week, I'm going to start with something a little bit different. Oh, are you starting this week? No, no, no I'm going to start with something a little bit different as in no. an intro. Oh, I thought you weren't wasting any time so for once. here we are. Um, we review stuff and things, don't we? Yeah. We review some stuff. Yeah. And we review some things. Yeah. Sometimes those yeah. are experiences, toilet roll, yeah. food. Yeah, like the toilet rolls that you let the ferrets chew up. There was one that they got to. It was more or, than one. It was one, right? Hmm. Now I've got little bits of toilet paper all over the bathroom. <laughs> Does that stop leaking yet? Yeah, I think it's died. <laughs> yeah. Died a little bit. Um, yeah, so just having a, having a bit of an intro, having a nice calm conversation between us. I wanted to like, you know... I wanted to, you know, just have a chat. I wanted to see how you're doing. How you doing? Almost a year older. Can't remember your age. <laughs> it's coming up soon, your birthday. What are you doing for your birthday? I don't know. Cool. So I can't organise birthday things, can I? Because everyone else has birthdays around me and they all, they all take priority over my that's, birthday. That's not the way for a birthday boy to think, is it? I know. All right. So you one come one year I ended up just going to see Indiana Jones on my birthday. Which one? Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> and I want to say congratulations on still being with us <laughs> because that is a recipe for suicide. If I've heard one. But you know what? This year it's okay because I'm going to go on my own on my birthday. I'm just going to go see Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Did you get the pictures I sent you? Yeah, I saw that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very cool, aren't they? Yeah, but I'm going to see Optimus Primal, my hero. Ron Perlman. On the big screen. I've no met, makeup. I've, I've met Ron Perlman. You've met Ron Perlman? Yeah, I met Ron Perlman. You met Beast from the hit 1990 CBS TV show, Beauty and the Beast, starring who? Ron Perlman. And? Ted Raimi's in it. Ted Raimi is in it, but who's the lady? You know her. Was it Kim Cattrall or something? No, it wasn't know. Kim Cattrall. It was I don't know. Sarah Connor. Wasn't Linda Hamilton? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. You sure it wasn't Linda Hamilton's twin sister? Rinda Hamilton. She's got a twin sister. Rinda <laughs> ha- Lamington. She's got a twin sister. I know sister. she does. They were in Terminator. She, she was in an episode of Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> and the Beast TV show. Oh, there was a remake of There's it. a tale of old as time now. Oh my god, there's a CW version. Yeah, probably. There's a CW series of everything, man. They got no. Kristen Cruick's in it. Well, in the new one? Yeah. Oh. Is it like Beastly? Yeah. It's yeah. like Beastly. The one where it's like, oh, he's a beast because he's got some tattoos and piercings. No, it looks it was like Linda Hamilton. Fucking David Draymond's bullsack. It was Linda Hamilton. You're trying to trick me with your mind. Was she guess. Belle? No, she was Assistant District Attorney Catherine something. What? Not Belle. No. She was assistant different district account attorney Catherine Chandler. That was a romance series, wasn't it? I'm not I'm not fucking They fought crime. And, and Beast went Beast on <gasps> I'm gonna have to watch every it's episode the term, of Beauty and the Beast. It's where the term Beast Mode came from. I'm gonna have to watch every episode of Beauty and the Beast. There's only one series, isn't there? No, there's four years of this T V show, oh, mate. Shit. I am fucking Anyway, I met him and I shook his hand. Because I just read the plot synopsis. I don't know what episode this is, but the plot synopsis just says that someone... So, 
Does so? Someone's asked on on Google. Sorry to show you how the fucking cake is made behind closed doors on this podcast, but sometimes we read shit before we do an episode and lose our minds. This is just right. Does Catherine and Vincent have a baby? This is spoilers for Beauty and the Beast, nineteen eighty seven to nineteen ninety, which I'm going to start watching. So I'm spoiling this for myself as well. Doctor portrayed by Kenneth Kimmons, an unnamed doctor who works for Gabrielle. He had the doctor inject Catherine with a fatal dose of morphine following her giving birth to Vincent's baby. <sighs> I am outraged and intrigued. Is Vincent the Beast? I think so. I think so. I'm not yeah. checking it because I want it to be a surprise. Who plays Gaston? Me. Yeah. No one hits like Gaston. No, I don't know the words. Sucks on tits like. <laughs> no no so one jobs a couple of people like Gaston. He says he eats what was it, twelve dozen eggs a day, or yeah. some shit. Yeah. yeah, he'd be fucking dead. Now he would. I've seen that episode of Jackass. I've seen Cool Hand Luke. Preston Lacey versus Wee Man eating it. Ugh. <laughs> anyway. So we review shit. We review mostly media stuff. And what what you been up to? How you doing? Any news? Any news? Well, the big news right What's now news? is all about Schofield, isn't it? I yeah, Schofield. Fucking fucking. Yeah, fuck it. So this is this. We really, knew this two years ago. I don't know why this is news now. This really blew my mind, though. What I didn't know. I knew he was fucking a TV exec. I don't want him to drag Holly Willoughby down as well because uh, I like looking I knew, at her. I knew he was fucking a TV exec. What I didn't know is. He got that TV exec a job and had known that TV exec since they were 12. TV exec? He's a runner. TV runner. He had mm. known that TV runner since they were 12. 10. And was 10. Yeah. Fucking hell. It just, it's dark shit. It's just dark, horrible shit. But this does come a week after his brother got This is a man who used to have his hand up a gopher's bum. So. This is this is also a week after his brother got outed as the fucking biggest nonce in nonce. Oh, that wasn't... He didn't get outed then. He got outed ages ago. Oh, right, just... yeah. Just, it, it was like... Yeah, Schofield's brother's a fucking massive Prince Andrew. Have they been to Pizza Express in Woking? That's probably going to be their alibi, isn't it? Schofield's been to Woking. Yeah, he was in the past. So there's a good chance. Yeah, there's a good chance he's been to the Pizza Express. Oh, we're going to start a conspiracy theory and someone's going to do crazy things. <laughs> oh, you're like Planet Pizza, isn't oh. it? Oh, God. Oh, no. Well, other than that, um, in lighter news, Tears of the Kingdom's been done for a year and they literally spent a year polishing it. That's oh. lovely tear, isn't it? That's some good news. That's some good stuff. They yeah. should have released it when it was unfinished so then they could release an apology JPEG. <laughs> like all the other companies. Like they Daedalic did for Lord of the Ring Gollum. Yeah. Yeah, that terrible the, fucking game that everybody's the, been memeing. It says in the thing, Lord of the Ring, Gollum. Does it? Yeah, oh they spelled it wrong in there. Ah, oh, singular. They couldn't get the whole team on board. Yeah. It's just one of them. You know, like Gladiator's always had Wolf in the video games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, that's that game is just its own meme. Another thing that's a meme, have you seen the Tears of the Kingdom, what people are doing to Korix? Burning them? Burning them, firing them into space. They're invincible, you can't. I know, but the, it still seems a little bit malicious. I've just given up on some of those Korok things. I've just picked them up and carried them. I just attach rockets to them and launch them in the general direction and then go grab them. Yeah, you, you can just pick them up with a hand thing and walk them there. Oh, yeah, you can do that. Just do that. That's a bit Even slow. straight across the river, I just like... It's a bit slow, though. Dropped them on little rocks and... And just like... Made my way across the river with them. Um... Oh, it's such a good game. It still continues to be an addiction. I think it's, uh, I think it's just 
it's just perfect. I love it so much. I've made some some stupid shit. I made a steel cage I was trapped inside of that I just... I basically, I was like, I wonder if I can still launch this. So I put a bunch of jets on it and then some balloons. And I basically was just like, I wonder if, if I seal it. So I got inside of it and you like attach one of the bars to the outside. And I just knocked it with my spear and it started flying up into the air. And I was like, oh yeah, this does work. How am I going to get out of this? It was good fun. I just let it go down. It was like the Avengers. Oh. It's like in the Avengers. That You remember the Avengers? Oh, Captain America goes inside the big glass thing. I was going to say. And they drop it out of the sky. Ray finds an Uma Thurman. Yeah, where Sean Connery goes, Hush, and then he shoots the guy through the bookshelf. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dorian Gray's in it. You remember mm-hmm. that one? Dorian Gray? Yeah. Well, the guy from um, Punisher. Yeah. Yeah. Warzone. Yeah. Oh, shit. That was what I was going to talk about. Ray Stevenson died. From your favourite movie, ah, 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 recurring. He died. That was sad. Yeah. Yeah. I like Ray Stevenson. Mm. We often joke about Punisher Warzone being the only <laughs> Punisher movie. In fact, I think, I think only last episode we were talking about Punisher <laughs> and saying that that Thomas J movie's alright. Thomas J movie's rad. Yeah, Thomas Jane movie is good. I watched them both because he died, so I got a bit sad. So I watched the Ray Stevenson and the there's a there's a shot in the Ray Stevenson one where he just punches through a dude's head. <laughs> it's like this just makes me so happy. You know, like where they've got the gangsters in the in the house waiting yeah. on the woman. He just grabs that kid, just bangs straight through his skull. I was like, yeah, uh, Ray Stevenson, rest in peace. What was his name in R R R R R R R? I don't know, he's a, he's a bad guy, governor he? guy. He's yeah. fucking... Alright, well fuck your aunt, since you're not willing to participate in news and talk sh- about things. shot with a gun. You didn't get whipped to death one with bullet, a Because one bullet is worth uh, more than one Indian person's life. Yeah. And then he gets a bullet. And look, aim, shoot. Yeah. He gets blown up. Yeah. And his wife gets brutally... Tangled up in a whole load of like cables and shit. Yeah. In the building when he gets blown up. Oh, nice. She's like hanging from above. Like, ah. And she was um, that Nazi spy in Indiana Jones and the Last Temple Crusade. Of Doom. Last Crusade. There's no Temple Nazis. Of Doom There's the no sandworms. Nazis in Temple of Doom. With the sandworms. Fucking. Temple of Doom. Dune. Dune. Dune! Alright. Okay. Fine. Enough of this now. Enough of this tomfoolery. Back to business. Uh, we review shit. I'm uh, going to go first. Uh, and guess what I did the last two weeks? Uh, guess what I did the last two weeks, Ant? Make a flying guess about what activity I did in the last two weeks. Crimping. Did a bit of crimping. Yeah. Soup, Captain Cabinet's soup, 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 soup. Uh, No, yeah, we can't crimp. We're fucking dog shit. Um, no, I watched Charmed. Masala. Watch Charmed. Oh, season, season two and season three. Two, season two and three. I watched season two and yeah. three. It it's proved on yet. Pardon? It's proved on yet. Shut up, Ant! Don't mm. spoil my review. Oh. So, Charm, season two and three. Season one, right. I was a fan, but it was a bit rocky. It was off to a weird start. Like, it didn't really... Didn't have its footing just yet. Poor Andy died at the end there. Police friend. Oh. And Prue's, Prue's boyfriend. On again, off again, boyfriend. And uh, and season two and three, they really ramp it up. 
So everybody knows Leo's a white lighter, white lighter now. So everybody's like sort of he dealing with that. He's like an angel. Oh. He can heal people. He did have a human body, then he died, and then he got brought back to look after witches. Of course. He's fallen in love with Piper. Oh. Now, Piper I affectionately refer to as Chin, because <laughs> she got one hell of a jawline. But that's later seasons. Right now, she's still young, young, happy Piper. Um, and also, she, at one point, she play, she acts for a table. She, they just put her head on a table because she was pregnant at the time. <laughs> they didn't want to pay for anything else. Like, she does a lot of holding acting, you know, like they do yeah. when they hold something in front of the baby. Well, yeah, anyway. Sorry, so seasons two and how three. How dare she get pregnant? I know. How fucking During dare production. She. During this classic television show. Um, anyway, so season two, um, it's all about funny about Leo being a white lighter, fighting back against the demons, you know, really just just being being some some spunky witches having a good time. Some great musical acts. It's about spunking on... Shut the fuck up! Some great musical acts in season two because um, we we get back to that lovely early 2000 music in every episode. I just love it. So this season, I'm going to give you a couple of the couple of the musical acts we've got. Oh, come on. So, musical acts. Dishwalla. You remember Dishwalla? Paula Cole? Do you remember Paula Cole? No. Nah, you're nah, not you're not very nah. musically inclined, so I reckon you get in know the next nah. one. Goo Goo Dolls? Oh yeah. yeah. Do they sing Irish? Iris. No, they don't. They sing Baby's Black Balloon. Oh. Um The Cranberries and Oh yeah, the Cranberries. And they do not sing zombie. Wait, Linda Hamilton isn't in every episode of She um, dies mid season and Stop ruining Beauty and the Beast for me. So where's uh, the beauty going? So listen, listen, Anne, Anne, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you some of the incredible guest stars in this series because this really there are some great episodes. Do you remember Billy Drago? He often plays a villain. He looks very skeletal, he's a very creepy looking man. Oh, from Creed Two. No, that's Ivan Drago. What is son? son? Drago Drago. <laughs> and he's got a brother, Luigi Drago. Yeah. Um so Arnold Vuslu. Yeah. Yeah. Amy Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Dean Norris is in an episode with Misha Collins from Supernatural. Dean Norris is in everything. He's in oh, everything. Yeah. Um just a he's in really... Star Trek. Yeah, he is, he is. He's in a couple of Star Treks, isn't he? Um can't remember. But anyway, so yeah, so this one it is it is all about like sisters fighting demons. They've got their week to week little thing, and then at the end, the big crisis of this series is Piper and Leo's romance. Will they? Won't they? Can they? Can't they? Will, will they it, defeat will, it in combat? Yeah, <laughs> mortal combat. No, he's not allowed to date a charmed one because he's a white lighter, and so he has his duty to protect witches, good witches. Does he wear a hood? Doesn't wear a fucking hood, man. Sounds like he wears a hood. <laughs> Look, some of them wear hoods. <laughs> we haven't got to the Magic School series yet, so just you can't uh, okay. shut down. Mm-hmm. So Leo, um, Leo and Piper in love, and by the end of the series, they have um, sort of worked out a way to develop their relationship because they don't want to. They don't want to be apart. There's a fantastic episode in which they go into the future, and it is it is superb, and it is prime nineties TV. So, so I'm going to set this episode up because it was my favorite, one of my favorite episodes, I should say. Um, so, basically, the the ladies are watching their neighbor walk his dog, and his dog's making making mess on the front garden, and so the girls are like, 
Well, he's a little bit magic. And they just scoot the mess onto his shoes. And he's like, wait a bloody minute. My dog did shit right next to my shoes, not on my shoes. Witchcraft. So they go forward in time. Now, Anne, can you guess the year they go to? 2040? No, Anne. Can you guess the year they go to? Because, all right, so I... So, I would go to 2040. So, me and Liv watched this episode together, mm. and she excitedly went, this is this is when they go to the future. And immediately after she said that, it came 2009. Oh, shit. <laughs> they went less than wonders. 10 years into the future. What wonders do we see in the year 2009? It's a dystopian future in which witches are a known entity. Oh. And... and that happened quick. And <laughs> she really believes. Like, the Charmed series creators really believed in the American infrastructure and its ability to reform. Mm. So... And guess who the head of the witch hunting group is? It's bloody shit shoes! They caused this to happen by putting shitty, shitty dog mess on his shoes. It's a good job they travel to the future that same week. Because if they didn't think about doing that... (laughs) I think think the whole moral of the thing is like, be careful what you do, because it can have long-reaching side effects into the future. your dog do. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I see what he did there. Um... Fucking phenomenal. Really fun. Really stupid. Yeah, shows Phoebe's- like that they get to really explore the human condition. <laughs> and- Phoebe's on trial and they have televised witch oh, burnings. <laughs> she killed a man. Huh. And they're going to burn her on TV because this whole society is aware of witches and hunts them down. Incredible. Some of the best TV that you could potentially watch. Is this like those episodes of Arrow where they travel to the future and it's... Sharp out, it's better than that! (laughs) And it's like, Oliver's lost an arm again. He's got a beard this time. Oh, he's so moody. Speedy's lost an arm. Speedy lost his arm. Oliver's so upset and miserable in the future. Oh, what happened? Stuff's gone bad. Um... There's another episode. The Dean Norris episode is also a standout. I, I really enjoyed that. He's a demon with a long finger that pokes it into your head. And he can steal your memories. Yeah. And so there's a lot of scenes with Dean Norris running around with a thing longer from Future Armor. Yeah. <laughs> Just going like, I'm going to get your memories. Like that. Um, using Bob Mortimer MasterChef sketch. Yeah. <laughs> just got a long knife and a fork. Um, but just, just really solid. Um, really fun. Um, I'm just, I'm just quickly having a look. Oh, there's, uh, there's an episode that. Does not deal with does not deal with with the issue as as, def, as delicately as you think. But there's an episode called "She's a Man Baby" in which in which Prue accidentally gets turned into a man and has to go to what is just a great little slice of the past, an online dating program where like you pick suitors and you get you get sent their videotape. Wow. <laughs> combination of some of the greatest technologies ever. Um, there's a Blair Witch episode, that old black magic in which they reawaken a witch. Um, oh my god, there's, it's just, look, if you want, if you want a really silly show that's really cheesy, Charm Season 2 is pretty great. Oh, oh my god, there's an episode where some lonely women turn animals into boyfriends. And they just become murderous monsters. There's some nice body horror where like the skin comes off. They've got scales underneath because one of them wanted to date a fucking snake for some reason. Um, oh, just really, really good, guys. Like, so 
Oh, my favourite episode of this series. So there's which an ep- one? You said two hours in season season two. My favourite episode in season two is the there is a doctor who is testing testing Piper's blood after she came down with a mysterious malady that caused her like it just had there was an outbreak and like for some reason. All the women gave blood to try and create a serum to stop it, even though it was magic based. And the doctor is testing that blood on monkeys to try and make a future vaccine. Ooh. And the monkeys get the girl's powers. Oh no. So the doctor's about to inject another monkey with the with the with the needle, and the monkey goes, because one of them has the power to move things, telekinesis. Yeah. And and it goes and it, he injects himself in the neck. Oh. And he starts getting the powers of all three witches, which, interestingly enough, I don't think medical professionals mix all the blood into one vial and then just inject it randomly into monkeys. But that's what they're insinuating here. He's making a special thing out of it, though, so it's... No, it's just a big vial of blood. All right. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, not, it's, not been, it's not been purified through the monkeyfication process. <laughs> Does he get the powers of a monkey as he, well? No, he gets the powers of all three witches and becomes like a murderous superhero who who at first foresees a, someone having a heart attack and is able to get the crash team there before the man has a heart attack and thus saving his life. And then and then uses telekinesis to beat the shit out of a drug addict to steal his kidneys. Well, he needs him. <laughs> he needs, an operation. Him, needs him for his sister who needs kidneys. Yeah. yeah. Fucking great. So season three is the season you're talking about where Prue dies. And it is not well handled. The whole season's actually great. There's a lot of fun a lot shit of, going um, on. Just shots of from behind her head, so you know no, she's not even the that, show yet. That's the thing that's most fucking infuriating. So the last episode, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about any more individual episodes. If you like stupid 90s shit, this is a great series for that. It's so cheesy. I had had a fucking blast. Um, if you've got a friend that watched it before, if you know somebody who watched this when they were younger, ask them about their favourite episode because I guarantee their favourite episodes are some of the fucking funniest things that you've ever seen. And they'll laugh too. There's a nice little nostalgia here for people, but it's just, some of them are so good. It's just, and again, out of all of the 44 episodes of Charmed I watched in the last two weeks, I don't think a single episode passed the Beckdale test. There is there is not a moment when they are not talking about boys, thinking about boys, chasing down damn boys. All right, so well, what else are three women meant? To? Well, I don't know. So season three is where we meet Cole, played by Julian McMahon, who is obviously Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom, yeah, everyone's favorite Doctor Doom. He plays the he plays Cole, and that's his human form. His demon form is Balthazar. Oh. Last episode, the the like the source of all evil was sent a demon after a doctor because that doctor is going to do something in the future that's going to like keep someone good alive, and that's bad. Um, the shack, the demon's called Shax. They stop Shax from killing the killing the doctor, and in doing so, like cause this whole thing where people find out about witches. Prue goes on a really fun rampage, kills a bunch of people. Right, wouldn't like, we just have a whole episode about how people shouldn't find out about witches? Shut up, Anne. I'm talking. <laughs> bless your bless your sweetheart. You don't understand Charmed. You haven't watched 66 episodes of Charmed yet. You don't understand what I've been through and seen. So, it's awesome. Basically, um, Phoebe goes to the underworld to make a deal with a demon that can reverse time using coal as, like... The, the go-between, the pat, the person that, sp- that speaks, right? He's her, he's her gateway into this world. 
And so they make a deal with this demon to trans to go back in time. Phoebe's going to stay in the underworld. And the agreement is, I will stay in the underworld. If you go back in time, you reverse it all. You warn my sisters of Shax the demon. And, and like, everyone lives. That's the agreement. So it's like, oh, do this, dawn. And, like, she goes back in time. She stays in the underworld with Cole. Like, it seems like the agreement's done. Shax bursts into the house in a repeat of the the scene we see at the beginning. He immediately kills the Doctor and then kills Prue and Piper. Well, uh, no, kills. I'm going to do quotation marks. Kills Prue and Piper. No, oh, no. And in the original scene at the beginning of the episode, Leo comes down and he's like, I'm going to heal ya. And he heals both. And they're like, oh, we almost died. He's like, no, but I healed you. Right? In this, the scene cuts to black as they're lying there in that same position from the first episode. Almost like they've just frozen the scene. And then end of season three. Uh, I've started watching season four, so I'm going to go a bit into that now, but season three's ending is dog shit. Compared to the other 21 episodes, this is just a step down. And there is a reason. As you previously stated, Prue left the show. Shannon Doherty left the show, didn't she? Yeah. She left because... multiple reasons. Multiple reasons. Not what you said before. It wasn't the nudies. There were other reasons as well. But anyway... She left the show. Was it that she was an insufferable... Yeah, apparently it was like creative control and stuff like that. She just wanted to break out of the contract because she didn't want to be a part of it anymore. But... She didn't want to be typecast. So, season four, the first episode, it just comes into them trying to revive Prue. Oh. There's no, like... There's no, like, little, like, previously on season three, there's no little, like, catch-up scene where, like, Leo comes down and he's like... I could save you, but Prue's dead. We're just told Prue's dead. And we never see Shannon Doherty again. She never comes back. Yeah. That's why there's no previously on bit, because they'd have to pay her for her... They didn't even have a body double, mate. Like, they could have at least had a body double. Just like... Dead. You don't need to move. You don't need to say anything. You could have just had... Prue! Prue! You gotta do a Jason Zacantrini. Where you just like carry on like nothing's changed and yeah. just only show them from the back where you stock food. It's it's just like it it's just such a jarring way to do it. There are a million ways to do this shit, and they picked the worst possible one. And it feels so sudden and so stupidly done. Like there's no effort involved in it. I literally just go to like Piper being like, Oh, there's gonna be a spell that works to bring her back, and then they're like, right, a funeral. It's a closed casket. And then it's like it's just like, oh, there's another sister. Prue got disintegrated. She did There's nothing left. She did. She That's got thrown through a wall. She looked perfectly fine. It could have been an open casket. <laughs> it was just bad. You didn't get like, thrown through a wall. Season four is off to a bad start. But mm. season two and three, except for the last episode, which did taint the whole experience for me. <laughs> taint. Thank you. I'm going to give this. I'm going to give this a Helen Mirren. Oh. It's cheesy sometimes and it's shit sometimes, but sometimes it's genuinely quite fun to watch. Who replaces Prue? Uh, it's um, Paige. Yeah. Played by Rose McGowan. Oh, oh yeah, Rose McGowan. Yeah. Which, in my eyes, bit of an upgrade. Yeah, yeah. She's gone for a leg. Yeah. No, well, no, it's not that. She's just, I would say, Shannon Doherty has become a bit one note and charmed by this point. She is, she's either boy crazy. So she's like, boys, boys, boys. Or, or like, she's 
like a little bit blank than season three. But I think that's because she was just trying to get out. Like she wasn't really having fun anymore. Um, but but Paige, I think I think Paige is probably going to be okay. Season four, I'm excited for because there's a Bruce Campbell cameo. Yay! Yeah, and there's some good bands. Smash Mouth is in season. Oh, do they play All Star? I'm actually a Smash Mouth in season three. I've already seen Smash Mouth because I think I heard Walking on the Sun. Oh, their other song. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, they've also got no, the cover of Iron Naked Believer. Lady. It was Bare Naked Ladies in That's season okay. three. Fucking great. I'm just going to quickly, we're just going to rattle off a couple of fun, fun little, there are some fun. Rain Wilson plays a, plays a necromancer at one point. Yeah. Um, we've got Kevin Wiseman's in it. Um, Dana Ashbrook, uh, Steve Valentine. Like, there's a few like lower, lower tier guest stars in this one, but they're still fun. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to have a look here. Special appearances. Oh, Booker T's in it. Booker T. Booker T appears oh, in good it. Good for him. Um, and Buff Bagwell. Oh no! Do they play wrestlers? <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. Scott Steiner. Yeah. They're Slammer Thunder. Wait, when did that? Man. When was that episode there? Uh, a long time ago. Why? What time? When? Like a what long, year? Like what year? Two thousand. So around the time that Ready to Rumble came out. Yeah. If it's two thousand, then WCW final years. Yeah, they would. Yeah. That's a promo for Ready to Rumble. Probably. Um, also, do you remember Orgy, the band? Yeah, the metal band. They're still around. Yeah, they were in an episode. Oh, sweet! Real fun. Um, just, just a good, just like good fun this ep- this season. Remember like, Cannibal Corpse with Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? Yes. Um. And I will not hear a bad word said about that. Ron Perlman is in an episode as well. Really good episode of Ron Perlman where he's like, he, like we find out that humans can be made into demons by like corrupting them and then having them kill an innocent. You should have him be the beast. I know. Could have been a crossover. Look, look I'm going to get to Beauty and the Beast. I think I'm taking a break from Charmed because season four has, it is like the cursed season. It's the first one without Prue. And like it's like I said, Bruce Campbell's in it, so that's gonna that's gonna be oh. exciting. But I'm gonna take a bit of a break from Charmed. I'm gonna jump on Beauty and the Beast, 1987, starring Ron Perlman and Linda Hamilton. I'm so fucking excited about this, and ah! anyway, that's Charmed season two and three, giving it Helen Mirren, cheesy, sometimes a, a bit of a classy affair. Like there's some fun to be had in there. There's some good episodes. But there is some dreck in here as well. Like Helen Mirren, for every for every red two, she's doing a fast ten. You know, the lofty heights of red two, all the way down to fast ten. I mean, there's ten Fast and the Furious films. There's only two red films, so so clearly the audience are fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and your review. Um. Right, got a scraping bottom of the barrel. Wait, yay! All right, go for it. Um, I've got an N64 controller for the Switch. How's that going? Well, did you know? Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I just said, how's that going? And you went, well. So does that mean it's going well? Or <laughs> I've used happening? it a bit. I played some games of it. Yeah, what games you play? Do you know this... What makes this not feel quite right? What? The analogue stick isn't loose as fuck. Oh, yeah, but that's because you haven't played six rounds of fucking... Robert England's in season four. Fuck. sake. I need, to, I need to play a load of Mario Party. Yeah, I was going to Get this analogue stick nice and wrecked. Yeah. So it feels like a proper N64 pad. You need that dust to be coming off of it. You don't like the little the little bit of dust at the bottom of yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got yeah. to get that. I can, I can just... plastic dust. Put some in there. I'll yeah. just get some. 
But um, no, it's really nice to control it. It's expensive. How's it feel? Can I have a... Can I have a... Feels like an N64 controller. It does. It, it's got a nice weight to it. Yeah. Though. It's mean. got a good weight here. Yeah, there's, there's a big rumble in it. It's not the same rumble as in the Joy-Cons. It's a proper N64 feeling rumble. Who... Proper like... You know when they're designing this? Yeah. They just off their heads on cocaine, weren't they? No, they were... Nintendo think outside the box. And they wanted to make it so you couldn't possibly press all the buttons at once. <laughs> like, no matter what, you're, you're, you're fudged. The future like, is free. I remember you used to see kids holding it, like, trying to stretch their hand over the whole thing. I never saw anyone doing that. I never... No, it used I, to happen all the time. You get I loads saw of the people. classic... The classic was always middle, left hand, middle, right hand, right. That was it. They did put... um. There's a ZR button they've added to the top. Oh, good move. Good move. Um, so you can get an extra button. But I think the ZR mirrors the Z button underneath, so I think in some games that might come in handy. Oh, yeah. But, um, no, it's nice. When you play N64 on Switch with this... It changes the colour of the menus on the N64 thing and it all makes Mario 64 noises when you're navigating it. It goes... Oh. Like that and goes... Oh, and that's this. pretty cool. It's quite neat. But um, yeah, it's kind of cool because it makes Goldeneye playable on the Switch. Because Goldeneye is unplayable on the Switch with the default controls. It's fucking bad, isn't it? Yeah. This, this, I picked this up. Freaking muscle memory. Had a really? few seconds of like... You know the... Um, you know, because you still got to get used to playing Goldeneye with one analog stick in it, like turning and moving on the same analog stick. It's a bit, it's a bit alien nowadays. Yeah, Alien Resurrection, the game that um, popularised twin stick controls. People forget about that. Yeah, um, but no, it's good. I was playing some Mario Kart really badly because, um, say, you play Mario Kart sixty four. Yeah. Um, yeah, you forget how narrow the courses are in the older Mario Kart games. They widened them out a lot on. The Switch versions. Well, yeah, the Wii they, they were designed around that controller, weren't they? And the, also the D-pad. Well, they're designed for the tilting on the new ones, weren't they? So they might they widen the courses on the Wii ones onwards. But um, yeah, I kept falling off the Don Kong, the Yoshi's course. You know the one that's all ravines and <laughs> goes all over the place. It's got the big egg. Yeah, yeah, that one kept falling off. So uh, terrible game, zero out of ten. Um, but no, it's just it's just nice. Bit an expensive control to get hold of though. This was seventy quid. Well, say 70 quid is with vouchers I brought it, so I didn't actually pay for it, so... Ha. Win-win. But they're like, what is it, that 50 quid off the Nintendo website, aren't they? Yeah. I think I think 39.99 in the UK one, but you have to, like, you have to be ready to actually grab yeah. one. Yeah. It's pretty sick. They just release them in the shops, man. It makes sense to release them in shops, but I guess that means that there's, you know... It would be quite nice to get some of the other ones, because they they've done SNES and NES as well, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to do a Game Boy Advance one. That'd be quite neat. Just like a little just Game a Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance. Just a little Game Boy Advance controller. No screen on it or anything like that, but just a Game Boy Advance one, so you can play Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. Oh games, right, that's what you mean. Yeah, I think that'd be quite neat. Something simple. People would mod it, put a Game Boy screen in it. Yeah, that'd be neat. Um, but no, it's not right controller. It's the Rumble I really like as well because it's because you know the Switch Rumbles, modern Rumble on consoles is kind of a bit weak nowadays. There's a lot of trying to make the rumble feel like things, and that's nice and all. But I want, I miss, I miss when controllers rumbled. You know, when they actually like, like shook. Yeah, I want to feel that. You want noise. it to be because it was like back in the day, rumble now is just like a tiny little motor. Yeah, back in the day it was massive. Like it was, yeah, it was most of the most of the grip. It yeah. was just a, what was that? No idea. Doors slamming shut. But um, no, but they. 
nowadays they they just play sound files for a friggin' little motor thing, don't yeah. they? It, like makes it play a sound file, um, which can be effective. Yeah, but I prefer I prefer the big chunky rumble. When you're playing for a big when old you get hit, I want to feel that you're getting hit. So I don't is, even notice is the rumble. The rumble just in the center. It's on there, right in the, yeah. right in the big bit. Just like it used to be. The bit they've blocked off. Yeah. Like, you used to be able to put memory cards in, but you don't need them on no, Switch, do you? Yeah, it's got freaking, it's got stuff. Now, what they need is some more Switch games on, some more N64 games well, on that Switch thing. Pokemon Stadium up. Oh, wow, what a treat. Pokemon Stadium, a game you can't connect to a Game Boy. You need a Game Boy to play Pokemon Stadium effectively, don't you? You need the, the Game Boy games. And you can't on Switch. They just put, they just put some GBA games up. Yeah, they're putting they put um the the you know the really confusingly titled Mario Advance games because yeah. Mario Advance One is Super Mario Brothers Two, Mario Advance Three. No, it's not Super Mario Brothers Three. No, Super Mario Brothers Three is Super Mario Advance Four. Four. That's the one that was already on there. Super Mario Advance Two is Super Mario World, and Super Mario Advance Three is Super Mario World Two. Yoshi's Story. Yoshi's Island. I don't like this Nintendo. It's stuff. really. Did they put the Super Mario Brothers port on the Game Boy one? You know the really good Game Boy Super Mario Bros. Deluxe? That was great, that. That N60, that, um... It was like a really clever, really fully featured port of the NES game for the Game Boy. What are you looking at now? Are you looking at Beauty and the Beast memes? No, I'm just looking at Beauty and the Beast stuff. Ah. Why? Why, Why is he a lion man? <laughs> I guess I'm going to find out, right? Yeah? No, I don't think so. I think it's just going to be a lion man. Do you think they? Do you think they? They told you why in in the remake? Which one? What the um the, movie. the Dan Stevens one? No, 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 no. Like the TV show, the newer oh. TV show, the CW one. I don't know that one. I didn't watch. Should I start with the CW one? Does it tie into the Arrowverse? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my! Apparently, God. apparently, the Flash ended with like um, loose threads to do cat more shows. They're not doing more shows. No, they're not. But anyway, um. Wait, why is he a beast? Because he's got a scar on his face. What, in Beastly? No, in, in Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, he's horrible. Hideous. Horrific. Hideous. I, I'm going to have to tell him he's hideous while licking his fucking rock hard apps. <laughs> but anyway. Um, the N64 control switch. It's nice. This and ran not- for four seasons! Yeah. What? The new one! From 2012 Yeah, it's a show on CW. No one knows they exist. That's fucking insane. Mm. How is that? No, come on. That's fucking insane. Why? Why? Because you... I I didn't even know this existed. Yeah, well, this show's on CW for you, isn't it? Like, other, I mean, other than Riverdale and the, the DC things, there's like a million shows on CW that don't exist. Do you remember when they did that Wonder Woman pilot? Or what about friggin' the Charmed reboot? Yeah, I, I know about the Charmed yeah. reboot since my recent... Tom Everett Scott's in it. Hey, Tom Everett Scott from from American Wolf in Paris. Oh, and Dead Man on Campus. All oh, right, and uh, what was American that? Werewolf in Paris? Yeah, the, the sequel. I can... Look, just because you don't know people. Anyway, N sixty four controls switch is fine. It's nice. It's nice to have. I'm obsessed with this fucking stupid show. I'm gonna play Smash Brothers now. What's your, what's your next review? My next review, um, so my next review is going to be something a little bit different. I watched a movie, Ant. Did you? Yeah. 
Um, Ed, you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot of the words I'm saying now repeated later on, but but that's besides the point. I watched a movie called Blood and Gold. Have you heard about this? Do you remember the do you remember the film the where, the vampire in the in the plane film Blood Red Sky on Netflix? It's like Die Hard on a plane, but with a vampire. No, this sounds fucking terrible. It was fucking amazing. Like yeah. it's pretty great. Are you sure that's not a film you made up? No, a hundred percent. Anyway, that team's back again on oh, Blood and Gold. Oh, really great. And Blood this and Gold... Vampire in the Wild West. No, no, no. It's even better than that. So yeah. Blood and Gold is like... It's basically a new... Well, it's not a new genre. It's an old genre that's coming back. And it's coming back with a fucking rocket shoved up its ass. It's that classic one person wrecks the fuck out of a bunch of World War Two Nazis... And I am here for it. I fucking love this shit. So basically, a bunch of Nazis are going about doing their Nazi shit, right? And they hear about some gold hidden by a priest in this small town, right? So they go and they invade the town, take it over. And one of the privates is like, yo, maybe we're the bad guys. And they're like, hang that cunt. He's picking up on the vibes. And I know we're giving off some bad vibes, but he can't pick up on those vibes. Fucking hang that shit. Pick up on those vibes. He's picking up on those Nazi vibes. Oh. Before he was like, oh, I guess we're just doing a lot of walking and, and killing Jewish people. And he was okay with that. Yeah. But then as soon as they were like, we're taking over a town and we're going to steal their gold. He's like, I am not on board for this. Free market capitalism. Lower the age. He's a libertarian. Anyway, so he, he kicks off and they're like, hang the fuck out of him. He gets saved by this woman who has a small farm. And she's she's looking after her brother. Her brother has Down syndrome, and obviously the Nazis love those guys. He's played by Gary Oldman. Yeah, he's putting shoes on his knees. Yeah, yeah, um, because he's yeah, he's putting shoes on his knees. Um, Tiptoes reference for anyone who's not down with the kids and the bad movies. Um, so basically, she saves him, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to fucking kill all those Nazis. And she's like, I'm going to help you kill those Nazis because I fucking, I love a good Nazi killing. So they just wreck a bunch of fucking Nazis. Mm. And it is great. Does he make efforts to denounce all the Nazi stuff? No, he he doesn't do that. No? No, he doesn't do that. So he still might hate Jewish people. He still might hate Jewish people. Yeah. But he wrecks a bunch of Nazis. Oh, so we like him. No, I just like him wrecking Nazis. Yeah, right. He's still a Nazi. Like, the ultimate wrecking Nazis is at the end, he goes, I wrecked all the Nazis, and then shoots himself in the head. Oh, good for him. That's kind of what I want. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Should gas himself instead. Should I mean, gas himself. Put himself in a... I'm going to go have a shower. <laughs> She's like, but no, that's... I'm going to go have a shower. It's like, he knows. And then he knows. she salutes him. <laughs> and the Star Spangled Banner starts playing. Yeah. yeah. And then when he, when he dies, he explodes into a bunch of rings like Sonic, because he's been stealing all the Jewish... Fucking rings. Sonic needs to hold on to those rings, man. Those <laughs> those rings are expensive. So anyway, so yeah, so Blood and Gold, it's it's actually really fun. And like the fight scenes are really well done. There's a lot of like like it's not just like it's not like um just firing guns and stuff. It has a feeling almost like uh, do you remember Apostle? Did you watch that? No. The Gareth Edwards, Dan Stevens horror movie with Michael Sheen. Where it's all like the little village and they're a cult and like there's potentially demons and stuff. Nah. No, you didn't watch that. Nah. Okay. Very similar to that. It's all very physical. The camera is like doing a lot of moving with the action instead of it being cut. So, and there's like a lot of fights when people are like lobbing each other into fucking tables. And it's just a really, like, really satisfying 
crunchy <laughs> Nazi killing, and I fucking love a good Nazi murder. We should be Nazi murdering all the fucking time. I love seeing Nazis get murdered. We should do one where and they um. I love where someone seeing stealth Nazis. kills Nazis the whole way for the film. I would fucking just love that. Just, yeah. What I would want... you call it if it was a film about someone I did not stealth see killing? That coming. Yeah. 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 I like the fact that we're on the same wavelength yeah. for that one. Um, I just, it is one of my favourite things. If there was like a modern version of this where someone's just wrecking modern Nazis, bring it on. I want as much Nazi killing on TV as we can see. I would love to just see a bunch of Nazis get murdered. I'm giving this a Tom Atkins because I got to see a bunch of Nazis murdered, Anne, and there's nothing I love more than Nazis getting murdered. Like, the only thing more satisfying than watching that film was watching that video of uh, that Spencer prick getting punched in the face. I remember him. And going down like a sack of potatoes. Just one, just like a fucking jaw made of Don't he get punched another time as well? I'm sure he, he gets punched, punched all the fucking time because he's a Nazi. No, he doesn't get punched nowadays because no one he knows hides. who he is anymore. Yeah, he he's nowadays. Just, he's completely... Just fucking irrelevant. Got nothing. Irrelevant, as Nazis should be. I'd mm. lo- I just fucking love watching him get murdered, Dan. Mm. It's so... A Nazi gets hot water thrown on his dick. You're trying to rape a lady, and the guy goes, yeah, have some of that. Burns his dick off. Yeah. Fucking great. I mean, Nazis don't have dicks anyway, because they're dickless, sad losers who are fucking stupid. They're always the dumbest cunts in the room. Mm. And I just fucking love watching them get murdered. And do you like watching Nazis get murdered? I just, I just you know, what's the point in watching it, man? Just what's the point in watching it? Snooze to them. defer the other Nazis. I want to see the other Nazis, see Nazis get murdered and be like, Probably a bad idea to be a Nazi. And then, I feel like people should already know that. Yeah, but they don't. They don't. Yeah. So show me more of it. Yeah. Show me more of it. I want to see... Do you remember when, che- when Chekhov killed Patrick Stewart? When, when after Patrick went off to Picard? Oh, you're talking about Green Room? Yeah. That's a good movie. That's another great Nazis getting wrecked movie. I fucking love seeing a Nazi What's get murdered. Nazi punks. Fuck off. Yeah, they played that in the bar. No, the... Um, there was like it was like the surf, surf, uh, surf surfers. No, there was a film, trauma film. Oh yeah, um, uh, Nazi. No, um, I can't remember. It was something yeah. like surf Nazis or something. Surf, like that. Na- surf Nazis must die or something. Yeah, like yeah. But yeah, um, just great, mate. Just great, real, real good. And it's on Netflix. Oh. Get a chance. Watch some good Nazi murder. And if you can't, it's on YouTube. I don't know if they just mix that in and other stuff that I'm already watching. I don't want to actively... Oh, fuck it. I would love... Like, just a little screen down there mm-hmm. of World War Two footage. Well, no, no Captain just... America, the first Captain oh, America film. Show me that. Yeah. Love it. Just yeah. love it. Although they go to some lengths to say, oh, this is like a, a special Nazi sect. They're not normal Nazis. Yeah. They're not doing the, the murdery stuff. Yeah. They're doing the technological stuff. They're still into the pure blood shit. Oh, have you noticed that anti-vaxxers are getting into that pure blood shit as well? Yeah, of course they are. Weird that. Fucking. Weird. I'll tell you what. As soon as they take that, that Venn step, diagram. As of... soon as they take that step over into Nazis, mm. I'd love a movie about being murdered. I don't want. I'm not saying. I'm not condoning Nazi murder. I'm saying I just love to watch it. Sooner or later, the weirdo Venn diagrams all line up with the Nazis. Yeah, they do seem to, don't they? And then a big old so swastika. Easily pushed into oh. that category. Yeah. Anyway, and your review. Fucking nuts, gold. Um, right, bottom of the barrel week, isn't it? Bottom yeah. of the barrel week. Bottom of the barrel week. Um, I played Tears of the Kingdom. 
I thought that'd be your main review. That's like a big one. Yeah, but you reviewed it last time. And your point is, just because I did so, it doesn't mean you can't do it as well. Uh, I'm I'm playing it properly. Yeah. I've done two of the dungeons. You say you're playing it properly. Well, I've got things to do. I'm a very busy person. Oh, okay. But um, I've been playing away, and I've done two of the dungeons, and I'm, I don't know if I want to do the underground one yet. There's there's a temple in the... The fire one. I don't know. The fire one's in the Gorod land. There's a there's one in the... There's a temple in the in the chasm, you know, in the gloom chasm. Whose temple under is the, that? Have you not spoken to the little girl? All the statues in the in the underground. Yeah, they all look towards each other and look towards the temple. Yeah, yeah, I know. And you've got to take pictures of. Them. I haven't done that. No, yet. no. Oh, you, you you haven't done that. No, no, no. Jesus Christ! Any. I've done. Wait, so you haven't even got the thing to catalogue objects when you take photos of them yet? No, not yet. Oh my god, that's a whole thing. There's like 300 and some more photos you're meant to take. I've got like 11 hearts, and I've got like two stealth bars, two um, stamina bars, oh and god. I've got four of the batteries. I've got three of the three of the temples, and I've got like, I've got another. There's an underground temple. I've it's got an extra power got... for you. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, I'll... I've done a lot of the. I've done a lot of the depths as well already. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's a temple. There's a temple down in that depth. I haven't done the temple in the depths yet. Oh, the, but the the fire one is down there. No, the fire one's in the Goron layer. Goron layer. Yeah, no, but you go into the depths. Yeah, but in the Goron it's, layer. Enough, it doesn't count. Yeah, it does. How uh, did you? Did you? Have you done that one yet? Yeah. Yeah, I love the fact it drops you off, and you're like, "What can I do?" Because I've seen so many people come up with weird ways to get around. Because you sort of you get dropped off like just on that hill, and you've just got all that space around you, and it's like a really good way of teaching you how to deal with the depths. I jumped, jumped down, hit a freaking big sea thing. I threw some lights down, yeah, and then I threw some water into the into the lava through mm. the jelly, and I got one of my fans out, turned it into a boat. Need that? Why right. did you go there? What when you jumped down the volcano? Yeah, yeah. Just go to the. There's one of the seeds is right on the left. Oh really? You just drop land land right next to the giant seed. Oh, no, I was just... Playing. Did you go and land on some little island in the middle I of the I did land on some little idiot. island in the middle I, I did the... I've done the temple. Gives you a big old car you can drive. I've done the temple. Yeah. I didn't need a car. I had a boat, man. Come yeah. on, boats are better than cars. Um, they can uh, go on land and water. I did that and I did the Rito Village one. Which one is that? It's the, you have to go up into the sky. You have to climb up. Yeah, it takes ages. Is the flying people? Yeah, but... Yeah. You've not done that temple? No, I've done that one. But I cheated. I made a... Made a... Made a flying a bit of plane I just flew up so I did the temple that was the shrine that's right near there there's a couple of shrines around there I did the one that's right near the main area yeah and then I went back down and I was like hey lads let's let's do this then and they were like alright let's do this and then we went off and you got to go up and you got to drop in through the top no I didn't do that I just teleported because you got to drop in through the top of the tornado thing yeah no. oh yeah that's afterwards where you got the ships you bounce on the ships yeah yeah I did that afterwards yeah. I, I did that. Sorry, I did that before. And I came back. Yeah, or was it? Wait, it might have been the water temple. I did it before. No, you have to go up there with the little kid. Yeah, Bird no, boy. actually, no. Sorry, the water temple is the one I flew up on the plane. There's no. like a, there's like, so the water temple one is the one where you need the thing to go up on the waterfalls. Mm. I cheated. I just made a plane, flew up, then I did the shrine, and then I teleported up. And you can't do any of the puzzles without the guy. So I yeah. came back down. Yeah, you need the guy. Yeah. I cheated. Cheaters always prosper. You cheated yourself. Um, <laughs> you know. How are you finding the shrines? I find them a lot easier than they were in the last game. Yeah, right. But uh, mad one of the ones last night where you've got no items. Oh, and yeah, I didn't see. I didn't fight. see the rack of weapons at the side the first time I went in. <laughs> yeah. 
But I mean, I've just got a big vehicle in the middle of the room. There's like a cage in the middle of the room with a big old car and loads of weapons oh, you can nice. attach to it. Nice. You just drive it around into everyone. <laughs> just blows everyone up. I love those ones where you just like you're like, oh fuck all I keep I keep forgetting I've got the thing to shoot through the ceilings. Yeah, I don't use that as much as I should. I've been yeah. trying to get more into using that to go up because I do the. I'm still in Breath of the Wild mode where I climb a lot of stuff. Yeah, which is why I got the stamina bars. But you don't really need stamina was, that much. When I was heading up to the um, the Wind Temple, the big old boat one. Yeah, there's a bit where like you have to go up through the big. There's like a pillar. Yeah, but um, I kept climbing it, and I was like, I can't get up here. Yeah, it took me ages. I kept putting the the pine cones on the fire. To create wind. To oh, so you can fly up, yeah. Um, easier way of doing that is attaching a rocket to your shield and just <laughs> launches you into the air. Um, that's a thing you can do. Yeah. You can put a minecart on your um, shield and ride it like a skateboard. Yes, you can. Which is a thing. One of the things that I keep doing is, um, you know the rock monsters with uh, moblins on them? Yeah. You throw a fire thing down and float up, and then you just go and like fucking beat the shit out of it. Yeah. Because otherwise, you have to try and climb it, and it's a bit finicky climbing those fucking things. It doesn't have the soft spot on them, does he? Those ones? They've got like a lumpy thing on the shoulder. Yeah, that's it's what you have like to hit. A rock. Yeah. Yeah. But you can hit it. So you can. They're the only times that you can use arrows to destroy those glinting rocks. Yeah. You don't have to use a weapon that beats up stone. Uh, um, so yeah, that's a nice little hint. But no, uh, i got, I got to do a bit more of it because I'm, I'm just sort of picking a direction and heading off. I did have one weird thing last night. I found a tree and there was like a little bowl, like a basket thing on there. Oh, you dropped stuff in there? Put apples in there and yeah. big glowing deer shows up. Mm. Put fruit in it. And then it made like all these caves and holes have a light coming out of them. Yeah. But I don't know what they were indicating. One They're of them was a cave. to go to. Yeah, are there? Because uh, I've yeah. already been in one. The nearest one was a cave I'd already been in a bunch and I'd yeah. done everything in it. So they're, they're just It just shows you where stuff is. I don't want that, so I don't care about that. Yeah. The best time to do it is at night. You can you know that thing that comes out of the deer thing? You can get that as a mount. What comes out of the deer thing? The deer thing with the two faces. You can ride it. You have to do all the stuff. No, no, he just turned up and fucked off. There's, there's yeah, you can you can ride him later on. You do all the stuff. Bet have you got princess? Have you got princess Zelda's horse yet? No, it's gold. Oh, it's pretty good. Golden horsey. Mm-hmm. I haven't got any horse. I just walk everywhere. You ready? Yeah. yeah, that's how I played Breath of the Wild. Though I barely ever, I didn't get a horse until much later in the game because I was just like, you're not kinda like just walking around everywhere. You're not making hover bikes. And then like I just got a horse just. In Breath of the Wild, I end up getting a horse when it got to the point where I was like, "Okay, I'm tired of walking those distances uh, multiple yeah, times." It gives you one for the for the boss fight, doesn't it? Yeah, but um, I like I like doing the walk and you know seeing what happens on the way. I don't like those hand things that come out of the ground; they can get fucked. They're horrible. Have you had the hands coming out of the ground? Yeah, the gloom monsters. Yeah, they're not they're not fun. You can't. You, apparently, you can fight them, but I, yeah, they already can get stuff to use. For just them. run. They're very fast. Yeah, they are. Um, but Did that, you encounter them in the cave first? No, no, I just got them on a hill as I was walking towards one of the tower things. Um, oh, the towers are all <laughs> broken in some way. Um, I've had one tower I had to go into the caves underneath. He was going about mushrooms, so I thought I had to find some mushrooms for him or some shit, and maybe he'd fix it by the time he got back. But no, no, you just have to go into one of the caves and shoot through the ceiling to get into the tower. Another one was like the roof's been knocked off it and you have to climb up and drop through the top. Which is something I'd already done. I'd climbed up those towers a couple of times just to get to the top of them. Um, they're quite handy, those towers, though, because you could just go inside and launch yourself into the air and use it as a way of gliding to where you want to go next. Um, have they fixed the bug where 
if you're flying something and the battery runs out, you can quickly cook something and it will recharge the battery. No. No, because you know when you get the... You know you can, like, you've got a flying machine, the battery runs out and just starts dropping. Yeah. Get one of the little pots out and attach it to the flying thing. Yeah. Or have it attached on there already. And then you cook something, and while it's paused, it fully recharges your battery. And then you just carry on. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I've been finding that those things, like... They might have patched that, though, because there's a patch yesterday, they not there? Yeah. Um, they... It notifies me that it's downloaded an update after I load my game. Freaking... It does it to me all the time. And then yeah. it's like, do you want to stop the game? And No, I was, I'd literally just load up and run, oh, I forgot to say, exit. Um, but yeah, I did that Marble Rock Roast thing where you just, they stop asking for Marble Rock Roast if you do the dungeon first. Because you know, um, you get that little restaurant place yeah. that wants you to go get Marble Rock Roast from the cave. Yeah. If you go back there afterwards, it's just regular Rock Roast they want, not oh, Marble okay. Rock Roast. Um, I still haven't found what to do with, you know, there's this weird blooper looking things that are running along walls and stuff and you shoot them and you get a little yeah you get the, the bubble snowflake thing. thing yeah I haven't found out what to do with those apparently there's someone to give them to a weird little creature to give them to but I haven't come across it yet yeah Um. but no last night I was playing and I went to Tarrytown and um, there's a quest there we have to take a a big green crystal it points a laser to where yeah, it wants yeah. to go yeah you have to take that and pop it down and then just gives you a you just walk in and it gives you. Just stuff. gives you the thing. It does. Yeah. It gives you. Uh, usually, it gives you a weapon. But I, I rode a boat out there. Yeah. And I put it down. Went in the shrine. Came out. Boat's gone. So I had to like climb up the mountainside because I couldn't swim the distance. It was in the middle of a lake. Oh, of course. Like, yeah. oh. Have you got the skill where you can recall stuff? Yeah, but the boat had gone, so I couldn't recall the boat. I dropped the crystal in the water as well. Lucky it didn't go too deep because um, that would have been a problem. No, I mean like where you can remake stuff that you've got saved. No, no, I haven't got the no because I haven't got that yet. Because there's loads of those. You get plans and stuff apparently mm. um, for different pre-made vehicles, which is probably what I'll just end up doing. I'll just end up spawning pre-made vehicles. Well, it costs you the. Um, have you? How many batteries have you got? I've still only got one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you costs... have to then you have to make like the crystal stuff. No, no. When you start exploring the depths, you can buy them, yeah. and they're like triangles of like pure. Yeah, because you see them early on. Yeah. But I don't know how you make them yet. I haven't found the thing to make them. The first place that you... You know the mine that you find on the floating islands? Yeah. If you go back there, you can buy 10 of them Mm. for 10 of the blocks of... um, It's got loads of zonite ore. Yeah. But I haven't done anything with that. That's that's basically currency to buy the charges. Yeah. So they purify it. And the more of those you get... Like every 100, you get a small chunk of battery. You can make pizza in the game. Yeah. Yeah, if you get... Was it wheat, cheese, and tomato? And oh, is it really? Can you actually make pizza? Yeah, you make a cheese and tomato pizza. Oh my god, Hylian pizza! I'm gonna have to make which that. proves that Link is Italian. Not all Nintendo characters are Italian. Come yeah, on, Link the last Mario. Oh Mario! Yeah. yeah. Oh god, that movie was so bad. I need to. What? No, it's not. The movie's amazing. You freaking no, the new one. Oh, the new one. I haven't yeah, watched the new it. One's oh, so I can't be asked for that. Well, I've got five pound of Amazon credit. They keep sending me an email saying I've got five pound credit to claim. On Amazon Video, yeah, which I've used it. before. Placed it on Super Mario. But um, I'm getting confused because the other day it sent me an email saying I've got unused Prime benefits. I haven't had Amazon Prime for like three months. Do you feel that's just the money? I don't know, no, but it, it just sent me one today about £5 credit because last time I used that to watch um, Hellraiser films. Oh, yeah. On there. yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I think I rented the, the, new, the new Hellraiser, yeah. yeah. It's a good film. But, um, yeah, Breath of the Wild, not Breath of the Wild, Link, Link, Tears of the Kingdom, that one. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty damn good. I mean, it's... It's got to be on F1's Game of the Year list, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that, like... 
There's not much else. I think if Disgaea 7's as good as Disgaea 5, it might make me Resident put it in contention, Evil, but nothing's going to be as creative as Tears of the Kingdom. Resident Evil 4 was what I thought was going to take it. I've barely played that. I still only got up to the lake. I did the lake monster bit, and that's the last time I played it. I played that game so much. I haven't played any Dead Island 2 either. I'm literally... I'm in the hotel yeah. near the start. Like I a few love, hours in. That's as far as I got, and I've stopped. Um, yeah, I mean, like, those games are good, but... Yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. Like, there is a reason that it took so long to make this. And I, at first, thought it would just be, you know, it would just be like a retread, but it is. It's like a reinvention. They've changed loads of stuff in the world. Yeah. There's loads of little, like, they're going to the Rio village and it's all snowy and everything. And then the Goron area is not as difficult to get into now because you're not instantly setting on fire when you go there. Um, you just need one piece of that fireproof armor and you're, you're set. Fine. Yeah. Um, I made a fireproof potion, went into one of the caves and still set on fire. Yeah, there's like flame resistance and heat resistance. Yeah, but it was the it was the heat resistant potion. It was the flame resistant oh, potion, yeah. I swear. Because it gives you those um, lizards yeah. to make. And it's supposed to give, lizards. Yeah. Um, yeah. I found the secret to good recipes, chuck a bit of salt in it. Yeah. Get some rock salt, chuck that in there. Fucking... It's a secret to cooking in, in real life. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I need more of the rice because the rice is good. It's so fucking hard to come by. Just yeah. buy it. Every time you can yeah. see it, buy it. That's... I picked up some. I went back to. I need to go back to the um, Kakariko village because I feel like I didn't do everything it wanted me to do there. I know there were some tablets it wanted me to read. Yeah. And I don't think I, I did all that. that stuff yet. I, well, yeah. Um, I've got to figure out what's going on there. And there's a girl selling a little reef, like a flower reef. And you can buy one every day and you can pick it up and carry it. And that's about all you can do with it. And I feel like there's something you have to do with that. I thought maybe putting it on the, like, um, you know, the angel shrine things. That oh, you yeah, get, yeah, yeah. I thought putting it on that would do something, but no. Okay. I tried to drop it on someone. Didn't, didn't work. No, I don't know. It's no. just weird that she's selling them. Yeah. And that arsehole in Tarrytown charging me for the... He charges you to go on the... Um, he says, you have to pay once to use the this monorail thing they've got. It's like a little little thing to get you down to the construction area down the bottom. Oh, yeah. And when you get down there, the guy, you speak to the guy on there, and he goes, yeah, yeah, it's free to use. You son of a bitch. I, uh... So then later you get to help a girl sneak past later. You have to build something to block his path and block his view so she can sneak on. <laughs> I destroyed it by accident as well. They tell you to hit it to activate it, like you do. It breaks it. I hit it and it blew up and he told me off. <laughs> Did you put a rocket on it? No. No. That's a good area, that Tarrytown. You can get to make a car and show some um, Gerudos how to race a car. Mm. It's quite nice. There's loads of really interesting shit mm. they've done in this. I would definitely do the Tarrytown section before you do Gerudo Village. Because there's stuff that happens there that I think is going to come up in Gerudo when you go there. Um, Maybe. Because, you know, Tarrytown's like, um, you know where there's the... It's above the fish people's place. Yeah. And there's that spirally island. It's just near there. There's like a little round bit. Yeah. In some water. That's where you want to go. And that's where you, I think that's where you build a house in this. Oh. As well. Nice. Because there's like modular houses that you can build. Yeah, there is, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, really good. Still enjoying it. I'm several, several hours in. So many hours. Been playing it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I need to go into the gloom holes more. You need to do it because it's really fun. As soon as yeah. like, as soon as you're used to being down in them, absolutely fine. Just cook a lot. Get a lot of arrows, and you get so, so much, much time down there. I just find some of the big seed things. You get so How much are you supposed to get out there other than teleporting? 
You can only teleport. Yeah, because I tried... Because you know how there's a balloon next to the thing? Yeah, you I try thought, going up. Get the balloon. But it gets up to near the hole, and then it blows up. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, just teleport out of there. I know there's a dragon that flies around in there. Uh, there's one near the ruins. Mm. Flies into it. I was going to chase him earlier, but then my switch almost ran out of power. <laughs> anyway, good good review, Aaron. So it sounds like a game I'd love to play. Yeah. She get it. She get. She get. Legend of Zelda. Tears. Two. Condom. What was the Legend of Zelda? Two, the Adventures of Link. Oh yeah, get that. Um, all right, my review, and I'm going to review something that I've not reviewed before, although I have reviewed. Oh no, I've reviewed a musical before. I saw Les Mis. You've reviewed loads of musicals yeah. the last few weeks. All right. Which one did you watch? The um, Liam Neeson 1993. I went to the stage uh, show, Anne. Oh. Last bloody night, I went to go see Les Mis. You know why? My girlfriend's birthday, and I wanted to treat it to something nice, so we went to the Soundheim Theatre. Sondheim? Sondheim Theatre. Yeah, as in Barry Sondheim. Shut the fuck up. Um, Stephen Sondheim. Sondheim. Yeah. Yeah, I went to go see Les Mis, and uh, holy shit, that is one hell of a musical. It was really good. I'm not a huge musical guy. I... I think I've said this before on the podcast. I love South Park, the musical. You've, you've reviewed musicals like every episode the yeah, last I few weeks. I, I've I've loved some musicals in my time, like uh, mm. um, Little Shop of Horrors, yeah. my favourite. Yeah. Um, that episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Vamp- we've said this joke. Yeah, we've said this yeah. joke a few times. And, uh, and yeah, South Park, the musical. And obviously South Park, the musical has a song, Les Resistance. Mm. Yeah. Um, you may get chopped in half. Did you not know that that was a reference? Well, look, I kind of did. I kind of did. Because it's called Les Resistance. Um, But there's there's a great rally in South Park, the musical. It's uh, you may get chopped in half and dance a dickless jig. And when they laugh at you, you are not fearful. Yeah, and it's like, for you, though you die, La Resistance lives on. Yeah. And it's obviously like the motif is... is pure Les Mis and I've now seen Les Mis and it's fucking incredible oh. it's a really good musical Anne. there's a reason some shit's popular yeah. <laughs> um, so for those of you who don't know Les Mis is the story of Jean Valjean who is a criminal <gasps> who was arrested and placed in prison initially for four years but ended up serving 19 for stealing a loaf of bread to feed his sister's starving child Upon release, he, face, he faces further, pros, uh, further persecution due to his status as a prisoner. Um, although on, you know, although released, they still have to go and see a parole officer. They still have to abide by these rules. Now, he's finding it hard to work. He's finding it hard to find places to live. And so he decides he's going to go on the run and change his name. Now, his jailer is just so happens to have become an inspector. His name is Javert. Oh, Javert. it's Russell Crowe. Yeah! I'm Javert! Um, Javert Do you remember that is... director made the idea to record all the audio on set? Okay. It's the, yeah, that wasn't a great idea. So Javert <laughs> is now hunting down Jean Valjean. Now, years later, Jean Valjean is living as a factory owner and mayor of a town... And he comes across Fontaine, who is a young lady working in his factory. She sadly, she had a child with a husband, but her husband ran away. And so her child has been put up in a inn with an innkeeper and his wife, who are 
basically taking money off of Fontaine to keep the child safe. The child's name is Cosette. Um, Fontaine... And it's his child from no, no, no. years ago. No, 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 no. This it's an old is, boy situation. This play is super gay-coded. I'm oh. going to get into that. Uh, but So basically, Fontaine... Um, she, for a series of misfortunes, ends up selling her body. She becomes a prostitute. <gasps> and Javert... What? Javert is like, hey... Her best customer. No, no. Javert sees her kicking off with a customer who tries to force himself on Fontaine. And she's like, no, no, no. I may I may be a lady of the night, but I can still say no. And he's like, how dare your horn beats her up. And Javert's like... What happened here? And the like, the fancy lad who beat the shit out of her is like, she struck me. You can see the mark on my face. And he's like, you prostitute, how dare you attack this man? They all sing. Everything's sung. And uh, and um, Jean Valjean reveals himself and says, I am Jean Valjean and I will take Fontaine's child as my own daughter and look after him. Fontaine is like, I'm dying. Everybody knows they're dying in this play. Mm. Like they've get like a good little happens a lot. Good, good amount of time to talk about dying, the act of dying, and saying that like, I'm dying. All the consumption stuff. All the consumption yeah. stuff. I'm pretty sure syphilis. She gets syphilis from yeah, being they, a prostitute. That's, that's what caused it. Yeah. Um, but so she dies, and and true to his word, Jean Valjean takes Cosette and acts as if he she is his daughter, um, regardless of how society would look at it at the time, because obviously. There is there. Okay, so this is going to sound really stupid. I didn't realize the play is obviously called The Miserables. Yeah, yeah. I speak a little bit of French. Should have probably picked that up. Yeah, you think? Yeah, yeah. probably, probably. Um, did not, and so I wasn't expecting the play to be so dour constantly. <laughs> but it's a very dour play. Um, you anyway. should sing a song, but it moved a bit. <laughs> yeah. They sing a lot of songs, mate. Oh. Um, it's but yeah. So basically, from there, it becomes this like tête-à-tête between Jean Valjean and Javert. And Javert hunts Jean Valjean, and there are also other things happening at the same time. There's a political uprising. There's what's called the student riots, in which people are building barricades, shutting off parts of towns, and stopping the progression of what they feel is a sinister government not acting in the interest of people. It's the bougie government taking from the people and not giving back to them. Not oh, yes. really. Yeah. Riots happen. Riots happen a Just, lot. They love a good um, riot. And, it, and that's really interesting as well. There's some fucking incredible music. It is... It Again, I knew of Les, Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Les Miserables. I knew of this play. I knew of Les Mis. I, I was aware of it and also that horrendous film that they made of it that people do not like. I was aware of There's a lot of people who like it. Are there people who like it? Yeah, I don't I'm... know. Who's that, was that director's name? He did The King's Speech, didn't he? Oh, did he? He convinced everyone he was a really good director, and it turns out he's kind of awful. Yeah, he's pretty bad. It turns out all the stuff that he did in King's Speech that was a little bit odd was just bad directing. So, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to go in on it and check it out, but the stage show was fucking incredible. Live orchestra, they had like a massive... Um, they, have, they had like two projector screens that were used for sets they had fire on stage like people were carrying torches like actual torches at one point that were lit that was really <gasps> cool um, they had some great there is a there is a <laughs> he directed cats as well didn't he oh no yeah. oh god there's like a really incredible set piece where they've got the barricade in place oh that's the other thing as well the sets in this like I when I went to go see Newsies like that's like a very physical like there were people hanging off the chandeliers and stuff mm. like that. It always felt very safe. In this, 
there are people climbing all over the fucking sets. They go nuts. Like, there's points where people are, like, jumping over, like, these just small bits of gating where, like, they're, like, just there as scene dressing. And they just fucking go and hog wild. It's like, turn off the dark in there. They're fucking loose cannons, mate. Someone's yeah. going to get thrown up in the air by a fucking harness or something. It's, like, basically, it's a very, very good stage show. Seeing it in the Soundhound Theatre, I've never seen the play before. Really, really great. The music's incredible. There's, like, that I dreamed a dream. Don't cry like, for me, Argentina. Yeah, that that oh. motif runs all the way through it. And there's, like, there's a particular song kind of that I... Mo- light motif. So it's a light motif. When a piece of music reoccurs in different contexts, it's a it's a light motif. And I know. Yeah. Do you know anything about music? My God, Anne. <laughs> My God. I am up to here with you. I do not want to be up to here. <laughs> Will you please take five? <laughs> I eat when I'm stressed. <laughs> I've watched a bonus feature about the com- composition of film music. Anne. Only one. Don't. Want to I don't do mean to say this. Can be a light motif. You can just call it a motif when addressing music. You know, no one's going to hear that though because you're whispering and, it. And, so, and you call it a light. I'm the motif. one who sounds smart here. No, you don't. <laughs> it's a motif when you're specifically addressing the music. Yeah, and yeah. the composition of the music within a piece. A light motif is when you're addressing the product as a whole. Danny if Elfman I, uses light motifs. Oh my like, god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he does I it, am up to here he you. does it by playing the exact same fucking tune no, in, this, in 90% so of his films there is a chord progression that's yeah. used particularly in a bridge mm-hmm. so in these songs when there is a moment where it is going between the main theme and the actual like verse or you know there is a, a small bridge and that is where they will use this it's often where they are speaking or addressing the audience or speaking to themselves it is not during conversation it is always in the first person. Um, this is incredible. It's a fucking incredible stage show. It's really, and the music is fucking incredible. That I Dreamed a Dream song, fine, fine. People love that shit. One More Day is a song, there's a character called Eponine who is the daughter of the innkeeper and his wife who is treated much better than Corsette when Corsette's there as a young child. And when she's older, Eponine is like basically like a street urchin. She's like a teenage girl who is, who is, saying she's selling her body at some points, talking about how she missed out on education because her parents don't value that and their parents value just treachery and learning how to work the streets. Whereas Corsette has had this, had this incredible upbringing. And as a contrast between the two when they're younger, Corsette had nothing because the innkeeper and the mother, and the wife, sorry, they refused to give her anything. They really gave her the bare minimum and the money that was being sent by Fontaine was going towards their own pockets, going towards their daughter, Eponine. And then when they get older, there's the contrast. They flipped positions. Eponine has embraced this world and and she longs for the love of Marius. But Marius, upon seeing Corsette, is immediately in love with her and wants to fight for her. But he's also part of this resistance movement of students that are rising up. But he's also a bit of a fucking damned towel. The real fucking, the real great character is the the main leader of the resistance who is the one who has the awesome songs and like is driving the movement. but I can't remember his fucking name because I've only seen the play once Tim Tim um really good it's really fucking good like shock Lay Miz is really fucking good yeah. man like, has anyone heard of this so like going to see it's it's the first time I've I've been and seen a live orchestra and something that isn't like one of those like you know like the whole Danny Elfman presents things where he does his music and shit like that and like I've been to 
musical acts where they're specifically like a band playing and they've got an orchestra playing as well. In this, having an orchestra play the music and then have the actors and stuff like properly project their voices, the mix being so good live, like no one misses notes, no one misses beats, everything is just fucking incredible. And even like the transitions, watching these things shift behind all these actors and like the way they do specific scenes, there's like a moment where where um where uh, Jean Valjean is Jean Valjean, sorry, is travelling through the sewers and they've just got these it is just essentially like a shit CGI like sewer background that like they but as he's walking it moves and there's mm. smoke going along the bottom. And it just it works so well and he like moves across the stage and you see this and and just getting too flashy nowadays. Just watch the film. It's just incredible. It really cannot recommend this enough. Like this was like Liv's favourite musical, which is why it was like her birthday thing. And I was, as with all musicals, I had my hesitation. Because the format is inherently flawed compared to something that I enjoy all the time, like film. Where you've got, like, you could do anything, It's really. snobbish. Shut the fuck up, Anne. I'm trying to explain here. I, yeah, it's snobbish, right? Maybe yeah, a snob. But you listen. Film, for me, when I was growing up, I didn't have access to theatre. I didn't really have musical shit. Like, the closest I had to a musical soundtrack was fucking, what, Nightmare Before Christmas and Yellow Submarine. That was the equivalent for me, and those are films. So I always inherently, like, linked those two together. And something like Little Shop of Horrors. I've seen stage productions of Little Shop of Horrors. They're just not as good as the movie. So inherently, in my mind, there was already a flaw. But seeing this, I can't imagine there's a better way to see this like, the level of intensity to some of the scenes, the sadness in some of the shit, and, like, and no, it's not like a production where they're spraying blood everywhere, it's not Sweeney Todd, and, like, oh. they are, like, they aren't always visually representing the actions that are happening, but they are singing, and they are embodying these moments, and it's fucking incredible, and the actors themselves having a blast, there is a moment, I said this to, I said this to live during it, I couldn't help but smile. There is a moment where Javert has his, like, has a big solo song about hunting Jean Valjean and he holds the note and everybody was fucking going wild and clapping and there was, he's, like, looking, looking to the ceiling of the theatre with this intense stare like he's searching for something and he had, like, a big smile appear on his face for just a second and he corrects himself and went back into character and I was like, it was just that moment where he was just like, it's got to be fun to be doing this shit night after night, you know? Mm. And I was, I like, I get the idea that maybe him and I think the person who plays Javert and the person who plays Jean Valjean, I think that they may switch roles sometimes. I think one may play, because they both have very strong voices, very similar tones. And at the end where they, where they like all came out for their bow at the end of the thing, they came out and they hugged. And I was like, yeah, that's like nice because like, it is like an intense play. There's like, there are some stage fighting things happening and there's not crash mats and things like that. It's just like a, wooden set it's quite quite cool like just the whole thing I was just super fucking impressed and it was really good I really enjoyed it cannot recommend it enough lame is when are you going to go see Starlight Express I might I've spoken about maybe seeing Cats Uh, it terrifies me because uh, I told you my experience with Cats I reviewed Cats for this podcast when I had ingested space cakes in Amsterdam by myself seeing Cats and it was a bad time I can't imagine it's going to be a good time if I go to a live watching show. a video of the stage show when I was a kid and just being bored witless by Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's probably really fucking boring. Fucking but Starlight Express, it's trains. Can't, why can't friggin' Andrew Lloyd Webber make more music like when he did the Tetris record? Do you know that about that? No. You remember the, the techno version of the Tetris theme tune yeah. from the 90s? Yeah. That was Andrew Lloyd Webber. Jesus. Was yeah. that for Starlight Express? No, that was, that was for um, money. Money? Yeah. I think he just, oh, Jesus. He just went, 
I can make money from this. I, I there's like a few musicals I want to see, um, and there's like a few different bits and pieces I'm going to put coming up. But yeah, just this was like I can't imagine there's something that's better than this in terms of production. There's like a reason this shit's been going on forever. It's like because it costs a lot, and now it's a big investment scam, and you got to keep it going. Yeah, maybe you yeah. can't afford to get rid of all the bits. I might stuck with it. I might next try and get tickets to go see a, a, a like a um. Dear Evan Hansen production. Oh no! Like that's got to be terrifying. Is that a guy still in it? Yeah, because he's so. in the stage yeah. shows, isn't stand he? Stand up, stand up. I never saw. Oh, no, has anyone done any comparison? Because they said they were going to CGI his face to make him long, younger in the. Oh, did they do an update for the disc? <laughs> well, they said that before it, from the home release. They were going to update and make him look he younger. It's fucking terrifying. I've watched that film a bunch. Why? Um, <laughs> yeah. They should do a. Um, What's that one? They should do a musical based on... What's that one where the kid tells his mum how to kill Book of Henry? Book of Henry the musical? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Mum, I may be dead, but you've got lists of information for the paedophile neighbour. I think my favourite musical is... um, What's one of those ones where it's just a whole bunch of songs and they frame it as a biopic? You know, like the We Will Rock You or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah, fucking bad. Do you know what really makes me laugh? The Greatest Showman. I, I know that I keep harping on that piece of shit movie, but there's only one original song in that whole film that was written for that film. Yeah. Every other piece of music was just cutting room floor shit that was just assembled. When are we going to get Turn Out the Dark? I want to see Turn Out the Dark. I want to see Evil Dead the Musical, and I want to see Turn Out Even the Dark. Even though the musical goes all over the place, though. And there's yeah, a Toxic Avenger the one, isn't there? Yeah, it's in the US, yeah. like, mostly, because it's, like, off-Broadway shit, so it doesn't yeah. always get released over here. But I'd love to see a production of the Evil Dead musical. I'd love to see Turn Off the Dark. Um, Toxic Avenger would be great. In Japan, they have uh, Phoenix Wright and a Yakuza stage oh show. Oh, my God, yes! I'd love to see that. Bring it here! Yeah. Bring me that! The Phoenix Wright one's done, like, a pantomime, practically. I'm really... <laughs> I am really getting into this, like, as a medium, like, as, a, as something that I've not previously had... Wait, you can speak to ghosts? Yeah. <laughs> It's not something that I've previously had a ton of experience with. Mm. So, like, getting to experience this. And also, it's like, a lot of the time I will be asking, like, Liv, like, what do you want to see? What's, like, meant to be, like, the best? And, like, and like just whatever. Book it, we'll go. We're yeah. just, like... And I'm just... I'm really excited. There's, like, some... There's, like, new stuff coming out all the time. And I'm really excited to go and check it out. And it's, like... Because it, it is inherently, like, the most difficult one to watch. You can just go to a cinema to watch a movie. It's so accessible. You have to go to London to go see like a musical. It costs too much. It does cost it's, so fucking yeah. much. This was like expensive. Uh. And like, and the seats were okay, but like they weren't great. Like some of the seats are like. They don't have like, um, for what's that thing? D box seats for it. <laughs> it shakes as the horse carriage goes past. I remember years ago, I should try and find that. I think the guy deleted his tweets. I once mentioned how shit D-Box is. And I had some guy on Twitter harassing me for weeks. Yeah. I don't know why. And he went into his profile. He went into his profile and all he was doing was harassing people about D-Box and how great it is. He clearly lived a very sheltered life. Um, this thing, like one of the weirdest things for this was there was standing seats that I didn't understand when booking tickets. And when I got in there... It's just people standing against the back wall watching the play. Having a mosh. They just stand along the back wall. That's a fire hazard. They can't sit down. That's It's a fire hazard if they sit down. Mm. If they're standing, it's okay. So I remember just, years ago, if a cinema was really sold out, you'd have people sat in the aisles watching the film. Yeah. 
I when I was, um, remember Fifth Element being like that. Can't do that now. No. That's a fire hazard. But then again, you, when's the last time a cinema sold out? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Actually saying that, when I went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy, it was fucking packed. It wasn't and- full. I went to the VIP screen and woke him. Oh, okay. It, it wasn't quite, quite full. No, I went to... And that's I- only like 70 seats or something like that. It's not that much. Yeah, I went, went like a week after it had been released and mm. I went on a Saturday... And it was just fucking packed. It was Where's rammed. the Guardians of the Galaxy musical? Oh god, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Yeah, Star Lord's going to sing "Come and Get Your well, Love." They're, they're doing the uh, they're doing the Rogers the musical, aren't they? The what? They're, you remember Rogers the musical from that Hawkeye series? Oh, they're no. actually doing a musical. No, version, yeah, because they did a whole production of that one song. No, yeah, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, musicals fucking interesting stuff. Like. Lame is. Oh yeah, so it's kind of queer coded because it's like Jean Valjean and Javert. They don't, they don't have a romantic subplot. Like, at no point is Jean Valjean like in love with anyone. Like, even Fontaine, he doesn't love her. He does it out of like, I feel bad that you got kicked out of my factory. I wasn't managing stuff as clearly as I should have, and you've got this child, and now you're gonna lose your child, and you've lost your life, and all this horrible shit's happened. Like when he when he goes and like he's got Cosette. There's no romance for for Jean Valjean. He's like. He's just, just he's just like diligently looking after this young girl, and at no point like is it like a case of there's any romantic subplot between them. There's no insinuation he's about. He's just like the purest soul, even after being locked up for nineteen years. Yeah, and then, only a loaf of bread for comfort. Yeah, and shut up, <laughs> and then Javert is like Javert is. Oh, like, wait, he wouldn't have got to keep the loaf of bread, would he? They no, he would have been given back to the baker. Yeah, covered in blood and <laughs> blood and tears. Um. But yeah, like like Javert just hunts him. Like there is nothing else in those in, in either of their men's lives. I need to write a musical. What am I going to adapt into a musical? Power Rangers. Just Cause Two. Power Rangers. It's Power Rangers. Did he stage shows in Japan of Super Sentai? No, but you're going to write the musical. Yeah. yeah. They, they they announced they were going to do a Power Rangers stage show. Look, but and it Anne, didn't happen. And you're going to write the musical. I won't have Go Go Power Rangers on no. it. No. No, you won't. Because you, you won't have, have the license. You will have one thing. You know what you have? My dignity. And then as soon as people expect Go Go Power Rangers, we're like, we're like, we're the Power Rangers. <laughs> Fighting You're one of the parties. shitty, the shitty Power Rangers themes they have nowadays where it's just like, they just have to force Go Go Power Rangers into it somewhere. What was the... Oh, Tom Atkins. Lame is a fucking Tom Atkins. Fucking great. And there's a tavern song. And it's fucking a bop. The one? Like, it's a proper bop. Like, there are heartbreaking songs that challenge emotional responses, but the tavern song is a fucking bop. There was the Liam Neeson one in the 90s. Of what, Les Mis? Yeah, but it's not a... Um, musical. It's not a musical. It's, no, it's a play, isn't it? It's just the straight-up boring people. It's not I think that, that it, it wasn't... It, the thing is, it's been adapted into a musical. There is a play, Les Mis, and a book. Les Miserables. When was it? <gasps> was it 1998? Was it that late? It was 1998. The one with Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. And, God, Jeffrey Rush's picture on IMDb is horrible. Uma Thurman. Wasn't Jeffrey Rush like a, didn't he do a bad thing? I think he did, possibly. Yeah. Got the cast on this. Claire, Claire Danes, isn't it? Oh, God. Do you remember her? Yeah. She was in, uh, what's it called? 
what was that? What was the bloody... What was the thing? What, Claire Danes? Yeah, what was she in? I don't know. I remember she was a name that you used to hear all the time, and then she's in... And then you don't... You know, she's like my little scorpion guy. I love it. It's great. He's got snake, snake for a tail. It's my favourite thing. Speaking of robots... Yeah, in disguise. Um... I bought myself an early birthday present for myself because I, I don't get to celebrate my birthday ever. So shut the fuck up! Do you never get? You're always celebrating your birthday. I mean, not this year. I've tried to get people to come out, and they're all like, "Oh, I can't make it and stuff." Ben Schwartz tickets for July twenty seventh. Is that a musical? No, he's doing improv. The improv show that they had oh, on God. Netflix is oh, really good. Improv. One hundred thirty two quid for two tickets. That is. Uh, that is a money laundering scam. Yeah, that is. A That's a scam. That's a crypto scam somehow. Yeah, Ben Schwartz. Does he even have the Schwartz? Yeah, you got the Schwartz, Papa. You got the power. Anyway, I brought myself a third-party Transformer figure. Who's the party? Okay, so birthday. It's based on the character Swindle. Yeah, because third-party toys, you know, it's all copyright skirting stuff, isn't it? You know, they're trying to avoid getting getting in trouble, aren't they? You know, But this is based on Swindle. It's called Ocular Max. Well, actually, it's really confusing. Mastermind Creations is the company that makes it. They seem to have this, like, subline called o- Ocular Max. Yeah. Which I think is just combiners. Oh, okay. But maybe not. I don't know. I can't tell. It's really hard with third-party figures to know what's going on. But he's called Frodo. Because his original character is called Swindle. You see? Yeah. Because he swindles people. Of course, he does. He's a bit of a bit of a Dell boy. Yeah, he swindles people. So they called him. They called him Frodo. Fraud. Income tax, no VAT. He's a robot, and he's here with me. Anyway, this is a really good figure, right? Yeah. Do you want special about? So he's part of a combiner team, which I haven't decided if I want to buy yet. I just want Swindle because Swindle's my boy. He makes up one of the legs of that little combiner I've got over there. Not the big one. Oh, okay. Yeah, smaller one. Yeah. And I've also got one hidden in the corner over there. And I've got a little baby swindle from G1 in the bottom in my tub. Like, literally, people, there are Transformers everywhere in this Yeah, room. they're going to rise up against us. It, sh- it kind of feels like... Do you remember that Masters of Horror TV show? It was like a horror anthology. Yeah. And there was an episode in which um, the guy who died um, and was in Altered States... What was his name? Jimmy Savile. No, the guy who played General Ross originally. Oh, William Hurt. William Hurt. William Hurt was a gangster. Yeah. And he got sent toy sh- toy soldiers, and they waged war on him. Oh. And they killed him. Oh. I feel like I'm in that episode, Anne. Yeah. But I don't... I'm not a gangster, so they don't... They don't worry. You don't think they're going to bother you? No. But you, no. OG gangster number one, <laughs> you're fucked, mate. They're going to shoot you. Hey, anyway, what makes this guy special? With lasers. Right? Yeah. So you know, like, you get combiners... Yeah. And usually there's bits you have to clip on and stuff. I thought you said bitch for a second. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know how they, like, they have really the feet freaky. the feet you have to clip yeah. on, the fists yeah. and all this. What makes this lad special, right, yeah. is that there's none of that in this team. All the parts are built into the figures. Oh, wow. So if I want to make the feet from this lad, right, I could probably show you how, how it's done, basically. But um, the robot mode feet for the combiner mode are actually hidden away, and it's really clever engineering. I can't open it now. Look at this. Look at this flap, right? So you pull these flaps up, right? Yeah. I'm going to put his feet together. Right. Okay, this is where it gets really clever. So his feet are locked together, right? You see those flaps pulled up, right? Yeah. Now grab that, and they just close back up as if nothing <gasps> happened. 
right? But get this, still got ankle tilt. Two separate pieces, and it still tilts. Clever. Very that is clever. clever. It is very clever. I like the fact that you've taken what is an audio, audio system, and you've just presented to the audience and myself, a, a, like something they can't actually see. They can imagine it. They can imagine it. Like like Gal Gadot. But if I get the ones that turn into the arms, yeah, the the hands are like inside the legs, split in half, and they can't combine this clip together, and he makes the full hand. Oh, cool. With moving fingers and everything. That's cool. And the central piece, he's got like. When I get that, if I ever get that, is the whole combiner mode heads inside and there's a chest plate that comes out and oh, cool. unfolds. So it's a bit more complex than your normal combiner. Yeah. This is like masterpiece level. Yeah. It's got quite an animated look. Is it a masterpiece figure? Well, not because it's not. Uh, that's, that's Hasbro's. Oh, right. Thing. This is a third party. They can't one. call it a masterpiece figure. Are these figure. cheaper? No. Well, I mean, I think if Hasbro were making this, they'd probably be charging like 200 for it. Yeah. This was like 105. My God, Anne. But, um, 105 pounds. Yeah. They're normally ninety quid, but and I was weighing like, up the cost like of him my hooker getting one. And cocaine money yeah. for a whole five minutes. He's got individual fingers. Does he? Yeah, he's got individual fingers that I can. Um, what are their names? Tim. Because they're individuals. See, he's got individual fingers. Are you giving me the finger? Yeah, 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 yeah. Look yeah. at you. Look yeah. at you. Someone's someone's stealing my humour. <laughs> but um, it's a really clever figure. No, like, it's really cool. It's really. It's I actually complex. no. I, I'm, I'm going to say this. And it's got a spare head. And that is a cool toy, but it was £105. Yeah, but I, I was weighing up the cost. I got this off someone on eBay, right? Yeah. Who didn't transform it because this is uh, completely unrelated. I could never get this. Um, he never took it out and never opened up and transformed it or put it on display because he didn't have enough room. So he was selling all his third-party figures. Something I could not relate to. I don't think that in... he understands how much room you've created yeah. for all these yeah. Transformers. It is a little terrifying. It's a bit intimidating when I look yeah. around. Yeah, just don't look at the big guy over there, Black Sarah. Oh, I've knocked one of his horns. I don't give a shit. About I was that dusting guy. him the other day. That guy, look at him. His feet are too big. And he can't put shoes on, so he's never going to be able to go outside. Um, but do I want to collect the whole team of these? Oh, yeah. I'm going to decide after because you know the train guys. The last one's going up for pre-order. I'm going to buy that after TF Nation. Oh. Um, and then I'll decide if I want to get the rest of these. I did want this lad in the G2 colours they do. Yeah. Which is really garish orange and purple. Yeah. But um, they're harder to get hold of, so I figured I might as well just go for the more common of ones. Of course, of course. But um, you know what? He's a really good figure. The, com- the transformation's a bit convoluted. Got some weird steps in it. But you know what? It all works out in the end. All yeah. The vehicle mode's quite good. It actually rolls along nicely. It's got rubber wheels. Don't get that often. And it has none... Of my least liked thing that loads of these toys always do. Chrome. Close. Die cast metal. Wow. Loads of figures. They chuck loads of die cast metal. And what happens nowadays? They put a bit of die cast metal in the feet, makes you think you're getting something premium. Or they put die cast metal in places you really don't need to. Yeah. Like at most, a little bit of die cast metal in the toes helps weigh them down, give them a solid base, but I don't, unnecessary. Unnecessary 99% of the time. It's not the 80s anymore. You're not making toys out of metal because they're cheaper to make than plastic. No, of course. Which is the only reason we had so many die-cast metal toys when we were kids was because, you know, plastic was expensive. It's expensive now, isn't it? But metal's more expensive nowadays. But he's he's a clever figure. When it transforms into the leg mode, it's like completely seamless. It just turns into a big oblong. Completely oblong. And the way this has got spaces for weapons to go in. It's good. It's good stuff. This is a neat touch. So his car wheels, yeah, the front wheels for the vehicle are here. 
inside the body, right? Yeah. Right in the middle of the body. But in the cartoon, he has wheels on his shoulders, right? Mm. But they're small. But so they so they put little tiny wheels on the shoulders, oh. right? And they turn. <gasps> Didn't That's need to. Nice, nice feature. Did not need to in the slightest. They no. can't. They can't roll on the floor. So do people make these? Like, so they do a they they buy. Yes, a... people make. <laughs> no, no, but I'm, you know what I mean. Like, do people like? So you say it's a third party figure. Yeah. What does that mean to like a layman? Just so that I understand. It's what... like an unofficial transformer, basically. Yeah, and these are made small batch. Well, they make quite a lot of them. Yeah, but um. There's a lot of third parties. They make utter shite. Yeah, and I've been. I've, this is only my third one. I've yeah. been very particular about what You've I get. You've been burned on them before, have you? No, I'm just being careful to make sure I get good ones because so far they've all been good. I got that fans hobby one over there, the little red, grey one, red and blue one, yeah. red buzzer, and I got that little tiny cassette one. It's two cassettes that combine together. He's over there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been careful to pick ones that I know are decent. But you see some where people have bought. You know, there's devastators you see all the time. Oh, the cheap ones. There's loads of them. Every company's made like a million of them. And I was watching someone's thing the other day. They were posting about one that came out a few years ago. Mm. And it's just like cracking and falling apart. Yeah. Like just the plastic's degrading and breaking apart. I have looked at those because they cost so little. Yeah, they're probably out of shite, most of them. Yeah. There's one I quite like the look of, though. You know those cube robots? There's a company, you know, the ones that are like little cubes and they turn into like a, oh, yeah, an yeah. owl or whatever. Um, a company's made like a bunch of them that are based on Devastator. They turn into they're cubes, but they turn into the vehicles, the robots, and combine. Oh, cool. And they look kind of neat. I do kind of want the turtles van ones. Though. Have you seen them? No. You get the you get two turtles. Yeah. So they'll be like a pack of Michelangelo, Raphael, Dante, Leonardo, but they transform and combine together into the party wagon. Oh, nice! Like two of them. You don't need all four. You get two party wagons out of it, but they come in packs of two. Yeah. So you can combine them together and make a party wagon, which is oh, that's cool. Neat. Kind of like the look of that, but yeah. but this thing, Faldo, is really good. Don't know if I want to get the whole set yet. I might. I might get brawl. I might get the tank. You're probably going to end up getting the whole set. Aren't? Yeah. That's happen. They're doing another one based on the protector bots as well. But this thing, when it's combined, though, the, the problem, the thing that puts me off buying them, right? Do you know how big he is? How big? Almost as big as that fucking black Zarek over there when it's combined. And that thing's, what, two and a half foot tall? No, it's not two, two and a half foot, foot, tall. foot tall. No. It's 1.8 feet. 1.8 feet. That's um, a lot of inches, that. No, it's not. That's less than 24 inches, that. Foot's 12 inches. Really? Really? Yeah. Hold on a sec. Is it less than 24 inches? Let me just... Um... How many of your dicks can you get in there? 24? That's probably 24 <laughs> inches. <laughs> Speaking of dicks, pause it. I need to pee. Needs to go pee. Okay. Um... Please! Bum, 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 bum. Are you going to vamp? Vamp! Oh. oh, I didn't press the button. Are you going to vamp? vamp? All right. So nothing happened in that small space of time that we were just... Talking, I was I was un, un for some reason I was struck down with some sort of peeing disease. And I felt like I needed to, but I didn't. We're right back. Straight. Is that the it. consumption? It might be consumption. I may have got consumption. From I, was watching just, I, met, I watched Moulin Rouge once, and they kept going on about that. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. And you and McGregor cheating on his wife. Speaking of musicals, did you see fucking that right wing weirdo who completely didn't understand the wall? Which is oh, a musical. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, he's like, I can't believe he's dressed like a Nazi. How do, how do these people manage to make Doug Walker look like he's nuanced critic of freaking... They're fucking idiots. So speaking of Nazis being fucking morons and scumbags, and I love watching them get murdered, I saw Sisu. Have you heard about this film? Uh, I think I saw the name, but I thought it was something to do with that um, PS4 game. Sisu? Sifu. 
Sifu. No, this is Sisu. I got confused. They got si- the same logo. Sisu is fucking great. It is the dumbest movie I have ever seen, but in the best possible way. You haven't seen um, the Pope's Exorcist yet. I. That's a point. Yeah, which does feature the Spanish Inquisition logo, but it's uh, an Inquisition it's logo also, from Dragon it's Age. Also, it's also Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah. Going, I'm at the Pope's Exorcist, <laughs> and running around on a Vespa. Um, he's he's on a quest to destroy every accent in the world. He so this is just a side note. Russell Crowe, I I reviewed the film he did, um, Unhinged. You remember the oh, one where says Russell Crowe is unhinged on yeah, the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Russell Crowe basically is in a car. Is in like he's in a road rage accident, which leads him to become an unstoppable Terminator who kills a bunch of people. It's fucking great. It's so fun. And he is so good in it. He clearly knows what he's doing. Like, the last 20 years, I'd say Russell Crowe's just been secretly killing it quite a lot. I mean, you watch things like The Good Guys and stuff like that, and he's yeah, just yeah, yeah. so good. The Nice Guys. The Nice Guys, yeah, yeah, sorry. He's so good in that. Like, oh, that has... Ryan Gosling, I'm, I'm going to go see the Barbie movie. Ryan Gosling has always been just... It was so funny. And in have you you've seen the nice guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that scene where he goes like, "There's that kid that's like talking to him. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, so they were shooting a porno in there. He's like, what? What do you mean they were shooting a porno in there? He's like, you want the information? You got to give me twenty dollars. He's like, he goes, All right, fine, fuck it. He gives him twenty dollars, and he goes, <laughs> and, and he's like, he's like, so they were shooting a dirty movie in there, and that had that girl that you're looking for on that picture. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, okay, cheers, kid. We'll we'll use this information. And the kid's like. I tried being in one of their porno movies once. I got a real big dick. <laughs> Just see my dick. It'll be twenty dollars. And Ryan Gosling goes, "I already gave you twenty dollars. Why am I saying this <laughs> like that? It's such a fucking such a window towards the pool. <laughs> yes, in the beginning where he smashes the window and cuts his wrist. And he goes, "Oh, that's a lot of blood." And then passes out. <laughs> what were you viewing? Oh, yeah, sorry, Sisu. So, basically, Sisu is the story of a weird Finnish gold mining dude who's just, like, this small bearded guy who's, like, he comes across this big cache of, like, gold, like, in the ground. Like, not cache, vein. A vein of gold in the ground. He starts digging up. And these Nazis find him. And they're like, oh, you got fucking gold. And they're like, we're going to take it. And he's just like, no, you're not. I'm going to wreck every Nazi that goes anywhere near me. And then not only does he wreck all the Nazis, he also accidentally creates a freedom force of women that go on to wreck more Nazis. It's just straight... Like, and this is this is a dumb fucking movie. Like, I don't want people to think this is high art. This is, this is John Wick levels of dumb. There is a point in which the Nazis manage, or the leader of the Nazis, manages to get away on a plane. And they're like, I'm so glad we got away from that tiny Finnish man that is murdering all these Nazis. And then, like, you, it cuts to a scene of him holding onto his pickaxe, lodged into the bottom of the plane as it takes off. And then the next scene is him pickaxing his way through the plane into the hole. Yeah. It's just so That's good. What I do. It's so good, Anne. It is just nonsense. This uh, my he throws a mine at a Nazi's face. Sweet. It's so good. It's so fucking stupidly good. He throws it, and the the side that activates the mine. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the Nazi in the face. Does he properly activate it? Yeah, yeah. He yeah, pulls a bit of throws it. Yeah. It's so good, man. It's just it's a lot of fun. 
I just fucking I look in life there are certain things that are just you can't help but look in in awe of the beauty and one of those things is a man wrecking a bunch of Nazis it's what's with so- these films you're watching that are um, against patriotic Americans <laughs> It's so fucking funny. You know what, though? I can see the argument on both sides. <laughs> should hear the man. I'll tell um, you what, though. Twitter's been really easy to like navigate since you just everyone's got a dickhead mark on them. Yeah. Now. Like, you can just... Oh, mate. I've blocked so many Twitter accounts. Yeah, I never used to worry so much. But no, now, now just, I just like, fuck it. Because usually you, you have, have to look to. for them. You have to block people just to use Twitter now. Yeah. That's the sad thing. Like, because you can't go on there. Like, every time I go on there now, every single fucking tweet, when you go on there, you know the for you where it's not people you follow, it's just like random shit. Yeah. It's all Nazi stuff. Yeah. There's no normal shit on there anymore. No. There's just no normal shit on there anymore. It's just all weird Nazi shit. It's Mm. fucked. Anyway, I'm not saying that I want a bunch of Nazis in the current time to die. I'm just saying I love watching them get murdered. Yeah. I fucking love Nazis being murdered. Indiana Jones coming up soon. Ah, oh, murder them Nazis. It's all about a secret heard, group of Nazis. I've heard it's bad, but... I bet it's going to be loads of fun. And I've heard it's bad. It's James Mangold, man. I've heard it's bad, it's but... You don't miss. Here's the thing. He's going to be murdering them Nazis. Yeah. He might murder Nazis more than once. He might murder a Nazi and use the dial of destiny to go back a little bit and re-murder that motherfucking Nazi. He'll be like, hold on a second, Mutt. Yeah. Because Mutt's definitely in this. And he shoots the baby Mutt. Maybe we should hear them out. <laughs> I want him I want him to be about to about to beat um beat what's his name? Um Mads Mickelson in a fight. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, Mads Mickelson's definitely more fit and able to beat me in a fight. So I've got an idea. And he goes back in time and he's like, he just appears next to Mad Mickelson's crib and he just smothers him. He's like, this is okay because it's a Nazi baby. And then he goes backwards, forwards in time and it's just a utopia. There's no Nazis because there's this time traveling America. No, it'll be like Murder. the Flash where he. Oh no, he creates gets another. Worse. <gasps> Speaking of the Flash, June 8th, that's going to be in the next episode. Are you going to see it? Is it on June 8th? Yeah. Is it the week after? No. no June 2nd. Transformers is out on June 8th. June 2nd is into the, Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. June 8th is... Transformers? No. It's a Flash sure, I'm well. sure Flash is out on the 15th. No, it's not. One sec. The... Oh, Sisu, if you love watching Nazis get murdered as much as I love Nazis get murdered, you're going to really enjoy this fucking movie. It is just a bunch of Nazis getting murdered. It sounds great as well. And it's really, like, the audio is super punchy. It's really impressive because a lot of, like, um, it is, it is like, like I said, it's a very cheesy film, but you got to love watching Mar- Nazis get murdered, guys. Uh, it is out, oh, no, 16th of June here. Told you. Why is it June 8th everywhere else? What? It's like June 8th everywhere no, else. No, it's 15th. Because Transformers is out the week before. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's 15th. Yeah. Why is the CG in the Flash so bad? It's not finished yet, you know. Ezra Miller's in it. But those trailers are done like nine, ten months in advance. Like they're frigging. But are you gonna care when you're watching it? I'm more bothered that Batman goes out in the daytime in that trailer. That irritates me. Which one? Batman going out in the daytime. daytime, I don't like. He is the night. Yeah. He is vengeance. Yeah. Um. 
That's by that's Spider Man. I can't Across wait for this film. It's got so two good. Ezra Millers in. Double, double the pay. That's the thing that makes it even funnier. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm so looking forward to Across the Spider Verse. That's going to be just that's my jam. Yeah, you see that. I've had the 4K Blu-ray of the first one for years, and I've still not watched the 4K version. I've got it as well, and I, I, it's a really good 4K. Because I, I got it when my old, my old TV was playing up. Yeah, you know, it was all going blue, so I was like, I wasn't going to watch it. Yeah, on that, you put it off. Yeah, and I've not got round to it. It's, it is it. really good. But I also still need to watch Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So. Have you got that on Blu-ray? No, it's on um, Paramount Plus, isn't it? Oh, in 4K? <sighs> I think Paramount Plus is only 20p, isn't it? Yeah, I don't care. Streaming never really... Yeah, it doesn't really go to the height. 4K. Right, what am I going to review last? I don't know. Sisu. <laughs> uh, I watched today. What do you watch today? Uh, the latest Super Sentai movie. Yeah. It's uh, Avatar Sentai Don Brothers versus Zen Kaja. They've taken the movie war format from Kamen Rider. Years ago, Kamen Rider used to do this thing where the crossover movies would be like like two episodes of a show. So it'd be like an episode of the previous series show, episode of the current series show, and then they'd like the stories would clash together in the last twenty minutes, and that's where the crossover happens. And they've done that with Super Sentai this time. They did a Zenkaija one, carrying on like after where Zenkaija left off, which was basically like they, you know, saved the day and they'd gone travelling through all these different dimensions to visit all the different worlds and see how things are going all over the world as they're travelling. Now they're back home. And stuff's gone crazy. Um, actually, yeah, there's a thing. They got back to this world and there's a, a mochi-themed monster who's yeah. taken over because they weren't there to stop mochi it. Mochi the food? Yeah. They're always food-based and all oh, this okay. weird stuff. Yeah. It's actually the second time this mon- mochi world monster's turned up. Um, but he mentions a commander who put him there. And this commander isn't in the film. Where's that? Am I going to have to watch some special side stuff? Oh, God. But that happens. But the most important one is the Don Brothers one. Because Don Brothers, the series finale, still wrecks me whenever I think about it. It's like the best series finale any Super Sentai's ever had. And, like, it was all about Taro losing his memories and he was going to forget the whole team. And it ended with him just going off on his own path, not remembering all the stuff that's happened. Which is a really sad ending. But uh, don't worry about that because he's he's just regained his memory again now. Um, the master who runs the bar, who may be a god, uh, I guess he did some stuff, and Taro got his memories back a year later. But what's happened in the past year is all the Don brothers have kind of lost sight of their goals and everything. the The one he took over as leader, Jiro, got given a load of money, and he's just given them all the stuff they want. So he made the Pink Ranger the CEO of his company, so okay. he wasn't a subordinate anymore. You know, because oh, um, the Pink Rangers are dude in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like middle aged. Well, I say middle aged, like mid thirties. Um, so it's middle aged. <laughs> uh, you know, he's given them all whatever they want. He paid for the house that the Blue Ranger lives in because he never handles money. He's allergic to money. Um, it's a whole thing. He just everyone's got what they want. He managed to make it so the Black Ranger and his girlfriend, his new girlfriend, one of the one of the villains in the show that became good, um, gave him a little restaurant to make sweet treats in and stuff and they aren't on the run anymore but they all sort of started losing interest in being Don Brothers this is thematically why Taro's come back because they need they need their leader to remind them what it is to be a hero and all this sort of stuff Yeah, and they're all thinking of quitting and their story's really good but I kind of understand why they separated these things up 
they didn't do a straight up crossover movie like they normally do. Yeah. Because the thing is, Zenkaija is shot very differently to Don Brothers. They've both got an entirely different tone, entirely different style. Mm-hmm. Like, Zenkaija feels like a really anarchic take on Super Sentai, regular Super Sentai. And Don Brothers is more like a sort of evening drama that's yeah. like happens to involve some superheroes. Okay. It's more about the characters I get and all it, that. Because yeah. the whole of that episode, they don't, no one transforms or fights a monster until the last like 10 minutes of their part of it and then it all goes nuts because the whole thing's about taro going around visiting all the members and finding out they all want to quit and seeing what's happening in their life and how they all seem to be a bit miserable because jiro's you know used his money to give them all what they want and he also dreams of sushi he's um kind of gone all about formations he wants them to use different formations (gasps) when they spirals he's he's trying to get them to be like you know this well-oiled machine yeah. of a team, which isn't what they do. No. They kind of just fuck about and smash stuff. They're good at it. Yeah. They're all a bunch of weirdos. And when yeah. they're not being weirdos, it's not the Don Brothers. No. Um, but the last 10, 15 minutes of the actual whole thing is the whole crossover part. They're just literally, the Zenkai just, just kind of stumble into their battle and they all work together. Um, anyone who's expecting answers to some of the mysteries that were left over on the show probably going to be upset because <laughs> I think a lot of people are expecting Kaito is the lead ranger of Zenkaija right yeah but in Don Brothers there's another Kaito who runs the cafe that they um, hang out at okay same actor same character but he's like got a completely different tone to him he's not like all rambunctious and always going full steam ahead he's very reserved and he seems to control lots of power um He's kind of like, you know, in Gantz, they've got that thing that's inside the ball and it gives out points. Oh, they've got the little tiny man that's all curled yeah. up. Yeah. He's like that, but not a tiny man curled up in a ball. He, he, he's he got powers, like godlike powers, it seems. Is Gantz still going, the the manga? No, I think it finished. But um, yeah, he's got my power. There's a lot of Gantz in Don Brothers. There's little yeah. elements of it in there. But um, yeah, you don't find out much about him. All he says when they see two Kaitos is like, oh, I'm, I'm like an eternal hero as it were, implying that he's some sort of hero that will always be there. I think the idea is is that they're, they're getting the actor who plays Kaito. They're going to have him be like the face of Super Sentai for a while. They're going to have him sort of like turn up every now and again and be the the one that Super Sentai revolves around every now and again. Because they've kind of tried that before. The Gantz um, omnibuses yeah. are down in price. Nineteen pounds. I think Gant's fully finished tonight. Yeah, yeah. Although I feel like if I get that, I'm never going to have sex again. You look like a pervert. Yeah, yeah. I might just have to download the PDF. I know. <laughs> the Zinkai, the Zinkai Don Brothers movie it was good. Yeah. The verses didn't stand for verses. Did it not? What did no. it stand for? It stood for Victory Sentai. <gasps> That's how they because they never fight each other in did it. Did they Victory Sentai? Yeah, they did. Um... The good the Kaito from Don Brothers gave new powers to the Zenkaijas and the Don Brother Red Rangers. Got them special swords and new outfits. And then they got to blow up the villains. Good for them. No mecha battle in it. No mecha. Because probably they'll have to explain why the Don Brothers had part of one of the Rangers the mechas from Zenkaija. There'll be a lot of there's a lot of convoluted stuff. Because Don Brothers was clearly set up with the producers saying this has to function as a sort of sequel to Zenkaija. And the guy who was in charge of Zenkaija, of Don Brothers, was like, 
I have zero interest in making a sequel to Zenkaija. Yeah, of course. So he's probably done with it, isn't he? Because the toys are compatible with each other. Yeah. Like the cogs and stuff and sharing an actor and they probably thought they were going to do a mystery that there's all some reveal with the character. Like mm. he's, he's actively gone against it. There's there's a purple ranger in Bodon Brothers. Mm. He's like a villain, sort of villain. He seems to be getting commands from somewhere. He's got yeah. very childlike, just case, to, speaks to a mother that's in his head. Um, disappears in the series, a few episodes from the end. And in this, just turns up working as a maid in the cafe, and there's no explanation for it. That's weird. And you never see him again. <laughs> he doesn't join the final battle. It's gone. Um, I think they've blatantly got... There's, there's got to be like a a thing they're going to do with that character just to tie up his loose ends. Because one of the last things you see him doing is fighting a version of himself from an alternate future that's fully evil, and he disappears off fighting him. You never see him. That doesn't influence him to be a better person or anything. Mate, he's not really a person at all. He's like, you don't know what he is. Like, he hasn't got a human form. You only ever see him in ranger costume. He turns into a sword and the sword just flies off. Like, he's some sort of weird, ephemeral being. He's got the voice of a child. He seems to have just been created to fight the Don brothers. Cool. There's mysteries. And I don't think the director of the show was interested in that. But I think he was told he had to have a Purple Ranger. Because Purple Rangers are a thing now. They're very cool. It's a cool colour. You don't get many Purple Rangers, but Takuja had one in the bonus movie. Q Rangers got one. Um, Friggin' Zenkaija had one. Don Brothers had one. And now has um, King Oja. Yeah. The series. It's got yeah. a... It's got a non-binary oh, really? purple ranger. ranger. Yeah, yeah. Loads of weirdos are trying to argue that it's definitely a female, but the show even straight up says that they use they, them yeah. as their pronouns. Um, but yeah, the movie's fun. I don't. I'm not too happy about erasing the end of Don Brothers because I thought that was a perfect ending for the show, but. Mm. They gotta make money, and it's a Super Sentai thing, so yeah. there's at least three endings to your favourite show. <laughs> exactly. They've just they've well got the crossovers. There'll be another crossover because they're gonna have a crossover it's King Oja. Three Oja's. endings, or they'll have every team come back for the finale. Well, if they if they're not doing great, they'll bring back one of the other teams. To well, there's join 50th in. anniversary in a couple of years. Oh god. Yeah. So there's gonna be something big for that. Ideally, for a 50th anniversary, I'd like them to grab a couple of Rangers from different series and have them form a new team. It'd be a team of veteran rangers. I think that'd be a really good idea for a for a 50th anniversary. Yeah. It would also even out the number of teams if we don't count them as a new team. Because there's there's one too many teams for how many seasons there are. Because they had that Lupin Ranger versus Pata Ranger series where there was two teams. It, it upset the balance and I don't like it. Yeah. It really bothers me that the 46th Super Sentai team has the 47th... No, the 46th series has the 47th team. Oh, yeah. It annoys me. It annoys me. Is it once like it. a year for those ones as well? Yeah, pretty much. There was one year off, wasn't there, when they did Spider-Man? Because that was Spider-Man actually brought Mecha into Super Tokusatsu. Hmm. Isn't that fucked up? That is fucked up. <laughs> um, will, Sp- will Spider-Man be in the power in the Spider-Man movie in the Across the Spider-Verse? I think he's got to be. I'll be really annoyed if they don't have him in there. What's that? Was Spider Spider-Man? Oh, Japanese Spider-Man. Yeah. Will he be in it? Because he was in the comics, wasn't he? In yeah, he's in comics. this one. He's already been confirmed as being in this. But there's nothing in the trailers. Yeah, I know, because it'll be like a reveal thing. I want him... He's important. Well, I'm going to see it. I want him to have his bike and his car and his Rameka. I'm going to see it next week, so I'll let you know how it yeah. goes. But, um, yeah. It's got Mecha Spider-Woman in it, hasn't it? The big... The big Mecha one that looks like she's based on 
Rob Liefeld drawings. I think so. Yeah. yeah. The big robot looking one. Anyway, um, Don Brothers, Zenkaija versus Don Brothers, Don Brothers versus Zenkaija, whatever. It's really good fun. It sounds really cool. Decent enough. Different format for these versus things. I'll take it. Yeah. I didn't download the extra stuff because I didn't give a shit. But no, no. no. It's one of those things, isn't it? You just want to knock it out rather I just want to watch the film. The you bonus stuff's weird. on it. Um, really sad ending in there's, there's a lot of sadness in the Don Brother part of it well it sounds like there's a lot of sadness like the guy was fighting a version of himself no he wasn't fighting a version of himself they were friends he's a clone of himself no he's got a copy a copy of himself there's two versions of the same character but they're they're both good oh right okay so yeah. why were they fighting each other they weren't fighting each other oh okay fighting with each other well they don't even fight with each other the um, the Kaito from Don Brother's universe stays out of it oh which is unnecessary because no, it's not like they're in. It's, it's not they have to split screen people in the costumes, do they? Yeah, that's they true. do do a really dodgy green screen when they're both on screen at the same time. <laughs> I love that. Which is I do love that. Unless I think they should be past that by now, but mm. but um, maybe he needs a twin. That's what he needs. He needs yeah, a twin like the guy from from friggin' Beerfest from Juco B Fighter. No, from Beerfest and um, Beerfest. Beerfest. Yeah. yeah, where the guy dies, he drowns yeah. in a tub of beer. And then his brother turns up and goes, I just happen to be from Texas. I'll be better at drinking beer and better at making love. Terminator 2 pulls the, the twin trick twice. Yeah. Because there's Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton and the guy who works in the... um the, One of the most famous sets of twins ever, the one from Gremlins 2. Yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He uses both of them. That's yeah. cheating. They pull that trick twice in one <laughs> film. Not anywhere near as bad as The Matrix, though. Yeah. Because The Matrix has the scene with the lady in the red dress... It's like tons of twins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they do that because Mouse is a lazy programmer. Oh, my God, Auntie Donna. He's reusing assets. Auntie Donna. (laughs) Guys, Morpheus is fighting Neo. (laughs) Mm. I I, I can't read any of this. No, no, can I, but it looks cool. Yeah, the green on black is really nice. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember when everyone had the Matrix win screensaver? Yes, I do. I do. I had pipes. What happened to screensavers? I had pipes still. Yeah, did you? Such we, a rebel. We went to LCD screens and they could burn. Yeah. So we got rid of screensavers. Wasn't that be the ideal situation to have a screensaver? No, because they still stuck on. Some of them still stuck on the same image. Well, you got to get better kaleidoscopes. That's yeah, what you want. That's what you want. Um, oh, I forgot to talk about Auntie Donna's house and coffee. Well, you should have thought about that. Yeah, should have. Should have before well, I saw something a life-changing I've musical. Oh. Fucking hell. It was so good, Anne. You saw... Um, Sisu the musical. <laughs> What's the... I'm wrecking Nazis. Rock of Ages. Oh, God. Oh. Apparently Tom Cruise wouldn't stop singing when they were making that. I mean, had to practice, I guess. I've got Book of Mormon in August. That's, yeah, that's the next one I've booked. Right. Um, but there are other ones in between then and now that I'm looking at. I might go see Stuart Lee live. Comedian, you know, not musical. Yeah, no, he doesn't sing. He's not much of a singer. No. Um... No. There's loads Tells, of films. He's going to see him like, how long's the show? Two hours. It's about three jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still be good though. Yeah. yeah still Surely he does the longest meandering stories lead up to one excellent punchline. Yeah. <laughs> Not his story about David Cameron. I still Just like the James, funniest fucking shit. James Acaster's um, Ricky Gervais joke is so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Stuart Lee's got a really good one as well. Because Stuart Lee's one... Um, a little funnier than Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Well, no, Stuart Lee's one is uh, is like... Yeah, I used to tell a joke, and it was about this comedian that was just the worst fucking comedian in the world. He couldn't tell any jokes. It was mostly just pe- like pandering to the lowest common denominator. 
And like, people got really upset when I named him. And just, you know, I, I couldn't work it out. I mean, like, I didn't know Ricky Gervais had so many fans. <laughs> and like, it's just like, it's perfect. It's just great. So good. Um, but yeah, like, I've got a few things coming up. Um, Across the Spider-Verse is up soon. We've got Alone in the Dark has a demo. The, yeah. Like, remake. We've... David Harbour and Jodie Comer. Comer. Yeah. Comer, yeah. That's fucking is shocking. It, it's not, but it's, you play as two characters, isn't it? Yeah. So yet again... You are not alone in the dark. No, yeah, exactly. And it's it's a remake of new the the new nightmare, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So it's not even the original Alone in the Dark. It's New yeah. Nightmare, which is which was the most popular one of the modern ones. Yeah. What was the Xbox three sixty one? Just Alone in the Dark. Yeah, I like that one. Two thousand eight. We had mess. to blink. Yeah, it was a mess. That one. You had to blink, but it had like really good fire physics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you that thing where you open your jacket and you have to. Yeah, you have to look for your inventory. And enemies still come for you while yeah. you're doing it. Um, so uh, you've got Transformers. Mm. And we've got, um, well, potentially, but that might be the episode after, The Flash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to finally see Fast X. And also, I'm going to go check out The Little Mermaid. Apparently, that's pretty good. I don't... I, good don't, things. I can't imagine anything I've seen. That looks terrible. I don't, I don't care. I'm going to go see it. Um, but yeah... All in all, I've had a good time. I've played so much Tears of the Kingdom. It's too much. It's fucking too much. And I'm not going to stop, Anne. No, no matter what you tell me. No. You're uh, done, then. You're done. Yeah, I'm fucking done. Yeah. You can find Anne at LV54 Space Monkey on Twitter. You can find him at Mellow Gaming on YouTube. And he's Wild Wheels Hat on Twitter. He's got 1,800 subscribers. 1,762. He's got a bunch of people following him on Twitter. Go follow him there. Some really cool. He's going to talk about furry stuff because he's going to TF Nation. Um, you can find me at Chris Apocalypse everywhere, including all the gaming shit. Um, what are you looking forward to coming up? The Flash. Dying. Flash. I mean, dying, yeah. Cake. Cake. Yeah. 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 Flash. Yeah. Ezra Miller's my favourite. Ezra Miller's your favourite actor. And now I get to have two of them in yeah. the film. And one of them gets to play someone who's not aware of the other We talk about Kevin would be so much better if there was two Kevins. Yeah, it would. We need to talk about Kevins. That <laughs> film. So I didn't see that film until like, not that long ago, like five years ago. Yeah. Fucking incredible film. Yeah. I saw it when it came dark. out. Real dark. Mm. I don't really want to talk about Kevin as the funny thing. It doesn't make me feel good talking about Kevin. No. Anyway, as always, um, Boris Johnson's going to prison, and so is Probably Donald not. Trump. Hopefully, I hope they all go to fucking prison. Too much money. They all go to prison, um, and uh, it turns out a lot of those people that are talking about protecting kids on Twitter are paedophiles. That's oh, weird, isn't it? That's weird. Yeah, it turns out a lot of them are paedophiles. So if you're a turf and you are saying that you've got to protect your kids from trans people. Turns out you don't. It's probably their religious group leaders or your local Republican candidate. Weird. 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 Rishi Sunak. Or Schofield. Or Schofield. Yeah, Philip Schofield fucks kids. Mm-hmm. Dark shit. All right, Ant, you got anything to say? No. Yeah, of course you don't, you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to eat some bow buns. Bow, bow, oh, bow. Oh, you got food, yeah. Yeah. Do you want a bow bun? Nah. I don't like the dough. It's a bit weird. Racist. (laughs) Yeah. Bye. Bye.